Welcome to the good, the bad, and the sequel. This is the movie podcast where we're talking sequels and we do it in two parts. The first, an interview with an actor, someone involved that made the film worth watching. And the second, a discussion of the sequel, what they got right, what they got wrong, and how it could have been better. I really hope you enjoyed last week's interview with actor Brian Thompson. Still can't believe that we got him. You know him as the Night Slasher from Cobra and, of course, Bosworth from this week's sequel, Fright Night Part 2, which I can't wait to talk about. And, dude, Joe Dirt. When he talks about Joe Dirt, it's so cool when you have these serious, like, scary actors talk about those roles, and they absolutely love them. And, uh, yeah, he was a blast. So if you didn't listen to that, make sure you subscribe wherever you're listening right now. So after this, you can go back, check it out, or see everything we have in the future. But before we dive into this amazing sequel, like, I'm not even kidding. I got to introduce you to my partner in the sequel watching journey, Jamie Riccardi. Jamie, how are you? I'm doing okay, Doug. How are you doing? Oh, dude, I'm so stoked. The fact, just just last week, you know, the last sequel we did, Batman Returns, doing that behind-the-scenes research, I'm, like, obsessed with it. And the stuff I have in store for you, like these little nuggets of information, they have nothing to do, really, with the filming process. Maybe a couple, but there's a lot of good stuff. Well, I hope so, because um, I'm. Sh- it sounds like you really love this movie. Oh. Um, I, I, I wasn't a huge fan. Ooh. To me... To me, I'd rather it's it's almost like a knockoff of uh, Once Bitten, and I prefer that movie much better. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, so I mean, uh, I mean, there was one part I did laugh at, um, but one part that you laughed at. I mean, I might have giggled here and there. I mean, but there's one part. I mean, it's it's so stupid. I mean, the part I laughed at is so stupid. Um, but even my daughter is laughing. But okay. it just, I don't know. I you know. I remember this, these movies coming out. I never seen Fright Night One. I remember the movies coming out um, when they came out, uh, you know, and I always thought they were scary movies. I thought they were, you know, like horror movies. It's not really a horror movie. No, it's not. Not at all. I mean, so, I mean, it's so not what I expected. And maybe that's, maybe that's part of it. Maybe that's I expected it more from it. Yeah. You're looking for like a horror movie and you're like, wow, this is like a comedy, like a little horror, really great special. You know, yeah. So we'll discuss it and we'll see. Maybe we can change your mind once we talk about it. Because that happens sometimes when we do this. We're like, oh, man, like scary movie. We were like, ah, scary movie. I don't know. And then we were like, man, there's a lot of good like bits in this movie. Well, I'll tell you right now, you have your work cut out for you, you know, but uh, let's see. Let's see, you know, see what comes up. The only, the only, like, like just, I mean, just start. And since I didn't see the first one and this movie, you know, I know we start right from the beginning. It kind of starts, you know, giving you kind of an, like, first of all, a, a preview or, not a preview, but it sh- talks about or shows you scenes of the first movie, correct? Yeah. And then he's at right away. He's at a doctor talking about the first movie. Yes. Now I haven't seen the first movie, but based on what I saw and what he was saying, it sounded like he was describing the movie that he was in right now. <laughs> I mean, it, it sounds like it's exactly what the plot of this movie was. Well, in the first one, it's a, a next door neighbor. This one's not his neighbor, the um, vampire. So that's the same, obviously. Yeah, but okay. His girlfriend didn't believe him in the first movie, but she believes him in this movie. It doesn't believe him in this movie. And is it the same girlfriend? No, the first one is Marcy Darcy from uh, Married with Children. Oh, he upgraded big time. Second movie. <laughs> <laughs> is is so? Is this? It's supposed to be the same person, or they just he just has another girlfriend. No, different girlfriend. This is the one he met at college. 
Okay. And then in the first movie, his friend turned into a vampire, correct? Yes. And his friend turns into a vampire this time. His friend turns into a vampire. This one? I don't know if that's really his friend. I don't think that's his friend, really. And the we'll guy, talk about that guy because that wait, guy. He, that was his friend. He came in there and he got his tie. And then he said, he just then seems he, like a guy that lives in the same dorm that you had buddies like that in college or buddies. They just come to your house and be like, do you mind if I borrow your shirt? And you're like, so, you're, you're, your wait, so, so you're saying a buddy is not a friend? Well, yeah, no, I don't think so. A friend is like a personal thing. A buddy's like, hey, what's up, buddy? I go into so liquor store. I say, hey, how you doing, buddy? So, okay. So, so can your close friend be a buddy? No, he's your, clo- he's your friend. You just said it. But, but he, but he can't be your buddy also. Here's my buddy. Here's, here, look, here, I'm bringing, I'm going to a party with my buddy, Tom. You can't say, you, he's not your buddy. He's your, my friend. So if you say buddy, people are going to like, do you really know him? Yeah. You brought him to my house. You brought him to the Super Bowl. You brought a buddy to my Super Bowl party. How okay. dare you? Does he have a okay. record? Uh, I was confused on what the difference between a buddy and a friend. Well, I'm glad that we cleared that up. <laughs> so, yeah, so let's go right into it. Like you mentioned, like you see the flashbacks of one, which is good for somebody on their first, you know, viewing of the movie. If you're on Correct. cable and you accidentally stumble across, you know, the second one, which we'll get into a lot of behind the scenes on the release of this movie. That's pretty, pretty mind blowing. But yeah, so <laughs> did you notice who the shrink was? He looked familiar, but no. So Mr. Carosi from the Saved by the Bell summer season when they worked at the beach house, that was Leah Romini's dad. Oh, the guy that was him? Yeah, Mr. Carosi. Yeah, he was fatter on Saved by the Bell. That wasn't him. Okay. That was definitely him. I thought it was the say I thought the guy that was on Saved by the Bell did does the voice for Pumba. And um <laughs> That's yes, Nathan, that's Nathan Lane. No, that's Timon. Pumbaa's the fat guy, the fat, the, the farting uh, warthog. Well, we'll we'll look it up afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> All right, <laughs> but I'm I'm pretty sure it's Mister Carosi. <laughs> <laughs> so I love again, just like a lot of people, like with doctors, they say what the doctor wants to hear, uh, just so they can you know just get out of there, you know, and. That's what he's sort of doing. You think, right? You're like, wow, this traumatizing experience. And then he runs home. I love when he runs it, runs it back to his dorm and he just opens up this chest that he has in his room. Like he has his girlfriend, Alex come over and throw before this, they were dating and he just throws out garlic and wood sticks. Yeah. Uh, so, but that CK, so that, I questioned that because I thought he was, saying what he thought the doctor wanted to hear that's what i thought but, but then he's getting rid of it so then he didn't believe so basically by getting rid of it he didn't believe anything that happened in the first movie really happened so this is just, yeah this is like kind of confusing because i believed when he ran out of there i thought he was like oh he's going home because he's still worried but i guess maybe three years of therapy and maybe because his girlfriend which we will get into throughout the movie she's Dude, I'd give up red meat for her. Oh, ridiculous. <laughs> but, but, uh, and and obviously Julie Carmen, but it's just I think he's just getting rid of it because maybe she'll find it or something. No, I was confused about that too. And then but I think he finally believes it because in the next part, uh, which we'll get to, he goes to Peter Vincent's house, uh, Roddy McDowell, and he's like getting like swearing off that it ever happened. 
Well, he, he he seems to go back and forth on it. Like, I know. You know, one one minute he believes it, one, but again, without seeing the first one, I'm assuming there was a lot of death. There was a lot of like you know things you don't normally see, you know, such as a vampire. I don't think you can totally dismiss that that easily. You know, I mean, uh, so I I don't I don't I just first of all I think he's an idiot. I mean, you know, throughout the whole movie, uh, and she's way too hot for him. I mean, he's a he's kind of a dork. You know, I mean, uh, but I, I just I, I found that part a little strange that he could totally dismiss the events of what happened in the first movie. Yeah, no, I know. And I, I was just thinking maybe because they do the three year time lapse, maybe it's like weighing on him. But it is it is funny that we both both thought the same thing, that he was just saying what the doctor wanted here to get out of it. But uh, one thing that's like so it seems so minor, but obviously when a movie, when they zoom in on something, you're like. Oh, that's got to mean something later. But when he cuts himself shaving, you're like, oh, what? that's like nothing. But yeah, I think that's the whole thing with that, the whole movie and what Regine, Julie Carmen will get into her a little bit is plotting. Wow. So diabolical. Like, really? Like, yeah, a punish punishment and a half. But we'll, we'll get there. So. So, yeah, Peter Vincent, who is like kind of like a. I don't want to say like a knockoff character of uh, Vincent Price. They wanted Vincent Price to be in the original. Uh, and I don't think there was even really any talks, but that's who they built the character based on. But dude, Roddy McDowell, absolute acting legend. Uh, God, I love him so much. No, he's and- awesome. But he, he almost reminded me and not obviously not by looks, but that whole fright night, TV show, whatever, and the scenery and and his character reminded me of the guy from Gremlins. The Gremlins too. The show. Oh, the, the, well, this is that whole, first. I okay. So the Gremlins too, because I feel like it it it's very it's the show like set and everything and the, the way that he talked to the camera and was very similar to. Oh yeah, no, it's almost exactly. But I think that takes from an actual real show. That I think that Vincent Price did. I don't think it was called Fright Night. Oh, okay. I think it was actually based on something, but no, no, I sh- I shouldn't know that. But uh, no, it is kind but of. Wasn't the same that, thing. It, I thought that when I watched Gremlins too. I'm like, he's kind of the same guy. It, 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 very much. Yeah. Um. So, so, so they have a show though called Fright Night based, on, but the and the movie's called Fright Night. Yeah. Like is the is the is the movie based on the show that like like where's the correlation with that? No, they just use the name. Well, how stupid is that? They could have come up with another name. I mean, the name, the name of the movie is Fright Night. It's called Scream and people scream in it. Right. So you're comparing an action, uh, uh, someone, uh, someone doing a vocal action to the name of a show. That's the same name of a movie, but there's no relation. Well, what do you mean? There is relation. (laughs) There's screaming. It happens in this. There's a show called Fright Night. So like, Hey, we'll call it Fright Night. And the kid's obsessed with Fright Night, which in the oh, first so one, I guess, is more told. He loves that show so much. Like, he lives for it. Like, he's hooking up with Marcy Darcy in the first one. And it comes on. He, like, knocks her off. But I, I, but I, wouldn't, I would think if you've never seen the movie, you're going to say, all right, this show has something to do with the movie. Well, but Peter it doesn't. That's to do with the movie. But the name of the I oh, forget I can't like I just I I I I feel it's lazy writing I think using that name for the TV show when it really has no outside of the actor who's you know covering the show the name of the show should have been called something different that's all I'm saying <laughs> whatever <laughs> <laughs> and 
Marcy Darcy, I can't, I, I can't believe because w- w- this had to be around the same time as what married children, right? It was like three years before, and she was 28 in Fright Night. But it's crazy. They made her look older in uh, Mario Children. But yeah, because I mean, he, he seemed like seemed like a young guy. So and this takes place in college. So was this the one, first yeah. one was the he first in high, school? high school? And she was 28 at the time. She was 28 when they filmed that in 85. Yeah, <laughs> she looked young. Like if you look, if you watch it, you're like, oh, she looks it. But they made her look older on Mario Children because I went back and watched like the first season. I was like, wow, like three oh, wow. year difference. And they wanted to bring her back for the sequel and they wanted to bring back his buddy evil ed uh but they ended up just going with a totally different route well i'm glad because the his new girlfriend is way hotter yeah tracy lynn well here's the first behind the scenes on her so so just to set up the scene like they're at roddy's place which is so i love his apartment because it has all like the memorabilia from his old movies and, and it's so it's cool. also like the biggest apartment i've ever seen in my life i i literally thought when he went there he they were going to like his mansion like I thought it was like a mansion. The way they they showed it, I I didn't realize it was an apartment building. But like it's a huge apartment. Well, first of all, even the dorms are huge. But we'll yeah. get to the dorms later. But yeah, yeah. okay. No, but those are those apartments because he's I uh, I feel like he's on the second the top four. Yeah, but they're like those super high like cathedral ceilings. But uh, so in the scene we see Charlie, we meet his girlfriend Alex, who's played by Tracy Lind. So she was a model actress. You know her from this my boyfriend's back yep. and she was like a big time model. So, so she dated and sad story, but she was abused by Dodi Faid. Do you know who that is? No, that's the no. guy that was like with the mistress of princess Diana. Oh, Oh yeah. yeah. Do- oh, Dodi. The, the bodyguard. Yeah. Oh, really? Well, no, he wasn't the bodyguard. I thought Dodi was the bodyguard. Cause no. he, he's the one that died. Did he die in the limo with that? Yeah. No, uh, this guy was super rich. His dad was like a, a, a big time guy in Egypt. He Her died with Prince, Is he the one that died with Princess Diana? Yeah, they were like engaged in, uh, reportedly in great. I didn't know, but this is just from All like right. going on Wikipedia. But anyway, 97, she came out in like earlier part of the year uh, to talk about that he was uh, abusing her. And then obviously months later, he died. But if you look at the people that guy dated because he was super rich, uh, and I guess he was a not bad looking guy, I guess. He did like Mimi Rogers, Winona Ryder. Uh, the list goes on and on of the people he dated like in the early 90s. Wow. She was one of them. And uh, yeah, I read that. I'm like, man. And then she got out of acting like right after that. because She didn't like being in the spotlight. But I was like, wow, holy crap. Like, oh, so so she had a very short career. Oh, well, she started modeling in like the mid 80s. She's in a no, bunch but, of other but, stuff. But acting career. Like she. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's about like 10 years, but there's a couple of shows. She had like small parts on that. You might've remembered like werewolf. It's like an 80s show. Brian Thompson had like a role in one of those, but uh, so then he's looking out the window. He peeks out the window and he sees three coffin shaped boxes arriving and a limo pulling up. So again, I know what you're going to say. And I agree. It's the same thing. That part is the same as the first one. But I think that's what's great. about. It's not like you're watching this movie as like uh, trying to think of another like serious kind of movie that you're like, oh, the same thing. It's more of a comedy than a horror movie, right? A hundred percent. I mean, there's nothing scary at all about this. Um, I, you know, I mean, when, when they showed you scenes of the first one, it looked darker. It looked way, it looked more like a horror you know, 
I, I, I definitely would not put us in a hard category. You know, um, I would maybe, I mean, it's a dark comedy, maybe, I guess. Yeah. I, 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 I don't know. You know, maybe that, but I mean, uh, well, you know, honestly, Un- Uncle Rico or whatever, like, you know, he's the best part of the movie. To me, he's the best part of the Louis. movie. Louis. <laughs> yeah, Louis's great. Some great lines and everything he does in it. So, so when Charlie and his girlfriend are leaving the place, so he has to like tell Peter Vincent, like, hey, man, I don't believe in vampires anymore. He looks like so sad. It's like a traumatic experience. You know, it was just them two and, you know, Marcy Darcy. So it was like them three had this like story. Now, obviously, you know, if you're Peter, you feel super alone, but she's in the elevator and she's like, Peter still believes in vampires, doesn't he? And he looks at her and goes, let me show you something I believe in. <laughs> just start making out again. He's a nerd, but maybe that's why she likes him. Cause he like goes all in. I don't know. Well, he, I mean the whole movie, he's trying to get even further with her. I mean, like she seems to be, you know, like he, she seems like a nerd also. Like she seems like a hot nerd. She's always studying. She always, you know, worried about her grades. So she seems like a hot nerd. Um, but I would be annoyed if I was the, the other guy, because again, like you said, they went through a traumatic experience yeah. and now he's denying that it even happened. Like I'd be pissed off. Like, are you, cause he's making him look like a fool. Cause he, Hell you yeah. know, cause he still believes it, you know, or he's, he's not, deny, not, he's not denying it. So no, yeah. I know. And, and you will get into later, like some other parts that again, the whole movie, Charlie, he's just going like back and forth on it. And even with uh, Alex, he like goes back and forth with her. Like he's super hot and then super cold. Like, I don't know. He he's definitely a character that you obviously like kind of like root for, but then the same spot in the same time, you're like, this guy's screwing up so much. Like you're like, go meet your girlfriend for the symphony. Yeah. He's lucky that she did not leave him. I mean, he, he, he treated her kind of crappy, you know? Um, And, and, and like, again, like you said, he he was very hot and cold. Like just the way he talked to her was like he'll snap at her you know um he's lucky that he didn't she didn't leave him i mean again she's way too good for him uh but again i think because she's kind of she's probably like the hot nerd you know so like that's what it is and you know she's probably he's probably the best that she's gonna she's gonna get because she's nerdy also yeah (laughs) so then we have charlie is waiting for alex to use the bathroom and we see the four villains in the movie which i had that photo up there like super iconic like when you see them all get into the elevator you have Brian Thompson as Bosworth, Russell Clark as Bell, John Grease as Louis, and of course Regine, who I love. Uh, she's played by Julie Carmen. God, just her look oh. and the slow mo and the music that's done. In this well, they movie. walked in like an eighties rock band, just love the way it. they looked. Yeah, and, and 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 the guy, my daughter and I, almost the same time said that guy looks like Michael Jackson. Like he, you know, from the beginning, like he just just you know, he. I don't think he has one line in the movie. No. Not one line. So I don't I mean I, I, you know, I, but it was just, I don't know. It was kind of strange how they dressed. I don't know, you know, if that's what vampires usually wear. I mean, so, you know. So with vampires, again, it's a comedy. All right. But just the way like John Grease talks, like, I don't know where he was before this, or obviously he's been around forever. So he has different like things he learned, but the way he talks is so great. He's like, oh man, come on. It it is, but he also doesn't look like a vampire. Like he I thought he was a werewolf in the beginning, you know, and he looks like a werewolf. Yeah. You know, and then you realize later on when they say certain things that, you know, he's obviously a vampire, but 
He looks, I mean, like, first of all, they all are very weird. I mean, one eats bugs, only bugs. One, you know, one acts like a werewolf, like surfing dude. You know, like, it's just, it just, it, they were very strange vampires. I'm not used to those kind of vampires. What kind of vampires are you used to? Well, like what you're wearing right now. Like, the, like you know, again, they look like they're an 80s rock band. You look like Count Dracula. So you prefer so, the Count Dracula normal run-of-the-mill vampire? Well, yeah. I mean, uh, I mean, these 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 vampires do some questionable things. I mean, I I don't know how many vampires use uh, rollerblades. <laughs> you know, I mean, uh, you know. So I mean, you know, again, they. I don't know what kind they remind. Like, I don't know what kind of vampires they are. Like, are they like the rejected vampires that didn't make the cut for like you know Bram Stoker, Stoker, or whatever? Now, they, 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 was Bell wearing rollerblades when they walked in? So I don't think so, right? That's the no, only thing. No, no, no. Right. Yeah, but my question is like, so when he when he it turns into a bat, does does he have like little bat rollerblades? <laughs> That's oh yeah, he is the bat in the one scene, right? In the one scene coming up. Um, I didn't know if that is, was is that, you. I thought that was Regine at first for some reason. So I thought she was. Yeah, I don't think oh, it's. No, I don't think Regine. it's him. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't it wasn't him. But I mean, he's a vampire, so he can turn to a bat. So I don't know if he has like little batty, you know, so. little ones. Yeah, <laughs> little batty ones. <laughs> so, so I'm gonna like I'm gonna go into a really good tip in a second. So then we get uh, Charlie and his girlfriend are making out in the car in the next scene, and yep. then we get the vampire POV just flying yep. and like lands on the car and you hear like a sound and it's regine and she's looking unbelievable and then charlie in his mind yes goes from making out alex to her and just the shock of him and just you've seen that in other like kind of vampire movies they like they do that they mess yeah. with your head and like fine i i i get her as a vampire the other ones are a little weird i mean but she does it like but that scene was cool because they've done that in other movies and uh you know like i i it was cool because he didn't he never met her yet yeah well you, you know? just saw so, her for a second right a second right yeah so yeah and then again i think i don't know how he was with alex beforehand because we take it up from you know where we see him in the shrinks office so i don't know if he was always uh, like a kind of like a floozy with her and like you know so but it seems like regine's main job is to like break them up because there's so many times she's she's the reason that he like blows her off this scene he like looks and he gets like startled and she gets like pissed off and so how does he again in his head he knows at one point vampires were a thing and maybe an inkling that, hey, there's more vampires. They're, you can't be think that those are the only vampires. So somebody might be after him one day. He just lets her walk. Was there I, nowhere I, else to park? I know. I know. I said the same thing. I go, you know, now, and, and even if it, even if there weren't vampires around, you're talking about late at night, walking across a campus. You, you're not going to. This is your girlfriend. You're not going to yeah. walk her to her dorm. Like, so, I mean, vampires are not, he's such a douche. And again, he, to, uh, to me, he's, he, he's douchey to her the whole movie. Yeah. That's such a bad move. So, yeah. But I don't know if he was douchey before we saw him or as soon as he saw Regine, his mindset changed. It's not like she said like, oh, you've been acting like this for a long time. Did it just start from where we saw it or was he always a dick? No, I think he's always a douche. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
So uh, one thing before we talk, and I think it was Bell that was flying because that's what the next scene is. So one thing that I, I, I got to talk about this now. So this movie, she got nominated for a Saturn, Saturn Award, which is like sci-fi and fantasy movies. And in the category with her, Demi Moore won for a role in Ghost. Like Nicole Kidman uh, in Dead Calm, Madonna, De- Dick Tracy. So even though this movie had the worst release which i'll get into it's she was in the she was in the category with them all of them yeah she crushed that's amazing what she did in this role she did a great job but i mean i'm surprised they even like took something from this movie to put in the category of demi moore and ghost like that's that's high honors for her i mean to even be you know linked to them is amazing so i'm i can't even believe the either either there were no other movies they can find and they needed a, oh, you know, there's a lot six- more. I didn't name all of them. Ali Sheedy, oh. fear. No, there's like eight movies on here. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So here's the thing that's, I, I, I kind of tease you like in a text, not like a photo or anything. I can do that. That's a little, that sounded a little weird. <laughs> and that's what I went for. But no, there were some like behind the scene facts. So I'll go into this one. So just think of the impact she made on a movie that, wasn't released into a lot of movie theaters. The first movie was a wide release. This movie, no issues with it. Like obviously people liked it, but this movie didn't have like a wide release. I think like 150 movie theaters. Uh, There was an issue with it going on to VHS. And the fact that she was like incorporated with all these actors. So here's why you ready for this one. This is like mind blowing. All right. So the movie, uh, was put out by New Century Vista, which was uh, ran by a guy named Jose Menendez. Do you know that name? Menendez? Well, I know the Menendez brothers. Okay. (laughs) So their dad was the head of, he was the executive vice president at Carico Pictures. And the guy, the the guy he murdered? Yeah. He's a murderer. Yeah. Yeah. He got murdered by his kids. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So so this is, Yeah, so he was, uh, even though this movie had like a lackluster performance, in that same year it came out, uh, they were going to do a third movie. They were getting ready to meet with Tom Holland, the director of the first one, and Roddy McDowell were going to do like another movie. Then he gets murdered. So then from there, it's almost like what they do in some people that we've talked to, like when a new studio head comes in, they kind of like buried this movie. Like this movie is so hard to find on VHS. Yep. It's barely on Blu-ray or DVD. That's why it's on YouTube everywhere. Cause it really, nobody for some reason wants to have, it's not, again, we'll get more into the movie. It's not like it's like, like munchy or uh, not troll too, but I'm trying to think of like, like son of the mask, that movie you can find anywhere. Yeah. Well, maybe no one wants to watch it. No, people want to watch this movie. Uh, okay, um, but I, I I would think you know if they if, if certain movies you know maybe it's like because it's not that good so people really well, don't nobody care knew watch about it. it because it didn't have a wide release it was in like a like a tenth of the movie theaters and it still made uh, I think three million dollars and it didn't even have like the wide release that the first movie did so it just didn't have the opportunity and I don't understand why movies would do that like I know it costs right. to be in a movie theater. But yeah, that made no sense to me. Wow. The fact that it was Menendez. Yeah, like, that's that's that connection is wild. Yeah. So anyway, so so Bell was the one who was about to catch up to Alex. She just closes the door in time, falls down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, mean, the the, 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 I feel like again, 
I said this before. I feel like these vampires are a little like rejects because I mean, like that's even a little silly that like she it sounded like like a bird hitting a windshield. Like the bird, the bat hit the door and like fell down. Like you know, like it just you know. I don't know. I don't think that would happen to Dracula. Well, if it was perfect vampires, would there really be a movie? You need a a flawed villain. I guess. You need that flawed well, villain that says, you know what? I'm going to blow up this building in 10 minutes. It's like, wait. Well, I, I'm going to say because, because of the, the dorky, you know, lead, you know, vampire killer. Um, he's no Keanu Reeves. You know, Keanu Reeves went after, you know, Dracula. So, you know, if you if you put Keanu Reeves in this movie, the movie's over in five minutes. So that's what I mean. You can't yeah. have watch right. a movie for five minutes. All right. All right. Charlie. <laughs> I love the way he says that. It's so great. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. <laughs> so, yeah, so then we see uh, an Asian girl sadly leaving at the same exact time. And Belle's like, I'm still, I- I'm ready to, to eat. And I, I love that scene of the girl, like, dropping something. It looks so cool. The blood splat- splatter right. on the paper. All right. We got we to talk about this scene. Yeah. Okay. So, first of all, this, we're talking about Michael Jackson on rollerblade right now, yeah. right? Okay. Russell. He she can't outrun someone that's on a rollerblade. I think you'd be very startled, maybe. Okay. I, I, I again, you know, I'm sure going on rollerblades downstairs are, is going to be a difficult job. Just find a pair, find stairs. I mean, this is a this is was she in a, like in a dorm room? Like was it like? It looked like it was almost in like the corridor of like a part of the school, maybe. It, it did, looked- but it but it, but it also seemed like it was like like late at night. So I don't know what classes are being held late at night. Like time in this movie seems so off. I mean, <laughs> it, even like between the library being open at night and all that stuff. Um. So, but I, I like I feel like the scene like really made no sense because they the kill really didn't mean anything, right? I mean, like I, the girl was- that there was like thirst. It's not like somebody found the body. Because that's how the vampires are smart. So nobody knows that. Yeah, there's but the scene, it, the scene popped up so fast after the, the bat hit the door. And then the next scene quickly, you yeah. see this girl fall down and the rollerblades. Like it was just like, I feel like the, the scene was so misplaced. Like it just, they just threw it out there. Like it was definitely a scene, like a just a throw out there to show a guy, a vampire and rollerblades. Well, if I was, I'm just saying, if I was in a dark hallway and a van and, and somebody dressed like Russell, he came on rollerblades at me. I don't know if I have a thing about stairs. I'd be like, where do you get those rollerblades? Yeah. Okay. Look what he looks like here. You, you That picture right there. You think you're going to question his rollerblades? Not the fact that the way he looks. the whole thing. Uh, go to a door. You stand by. He's got raised on rollerblades. He can't. Like, I mean, I feel like. I, I, we're giving this guy way too much. I don't know. First of all, I don't even know why he's on rollerblades. Don't vampires move pretty fast? No, I know. That's what I would love to know. Like the origins of the rollerblades. 
I mean, it just, it just bizarre. Like to me, it's a very bizarre thing to throw. Like, how did that come up at a, at a table read? They're like, all right, we're, this vampire is going to have rollerblades. No other vampire. Like, it's not like it's a rollerblading vampire troop. You know, like no one else has rollerblades. Just this one guy, you know, something no vampires you've ever seen ever have rollerblades. But let's give him rollerblades. So like, what? no, no. What I'm going to say is I think so. Russell Clark, the actor, he was in uh, he only acted in nine things, but huh. big time choreographer in Hollywood. That's not surprising. I considering he didn't say a word in this movie and, you know, he was the only one on rollerblades. No, I figured he's more of a stunt guy and really cool movies that he did like choreography for some bigger ones. But the ones that I picked out are ones that we like know and most people know. I'm going to get you, sucker. Earth Girls Are Easy, Teen Witch, <laughs> and the comedies of Clifford and Major Pain. <laughs> I love that. Wow. That's awesome. But but the choreography, it's not like, just dancing. I know, but it just. Yeah. I guess I I don't know. Like I I could I could see some of those, but like Clifford, I don't know. Clifford when he dan- danced with Stefan in the one scene. I guess. <laughs> I just saw those movies. So I was like, oh my gosh! But yeah, and like the scenes in this movie, the dance. Uh... Oh. Oh. What do you? Because that was a what came out first? This is our first uh, one spin. I'd be curious. Had to be uh, like... once bitten. I'm sure it came out. First. Okay. All right. So that scene is such a once bitten scene because that happens in once bitten. They do this big dance routine with the, you know, like a, a seductive, you know, with the lead female vampire. Like, I wonder if they used that movie a little bit for this. They could have, but as we know from a lot of movie watching and movie sequels, I'm sure there's a movie that came out before once bitten that had a similar scene. And then that movie has a similar scene from a movie from the thirties. But no, I know sometimes when it's so close to the other one, it could be that I've seen once bit. And I don't remember like how close it is. It's, it's very similar. It's a very, he's got a girlfriend. He sees him. I'm telling you, it's, it's a very similar movie, but listen, one's got Jim Carrey. So, I mean, uh, you got to go with that. Well, no, this one has Charlie. (laughs) So then the next scene we see Louie. Uh, peepee on Alex, and we get our first 80s boobs of uh, of 2021. Yes, which, it's so funny because, like, really, like, there was no need for that. Like, she just walks out with like just her towel falling a little bit and just put it right back up. It was such an 80s, just we have to have a again the rule of 80s boobs, you know, they can't have a movie without boobs, and that's what the scene like it really wasn't necessary. I mean, it was necessary, <laughs> but it wasn't necessary. <laughs> Here's what I would say is, I don't know. Exactly. They could have done a take and it maybe not was supposed to happen because it seems so accidental, like not like like, hey, make it look like an accident. It looked like it was like a legit accident. It it did. But again, uh, nine out of 10 80s movies all have boobs, you know, so I, I really think there's a law. If you're going to make a movie in the 80s, you have to have at least three seconds of boobs. Yeah. Sometimes they don't even let movies come out. They're like kids movie. Put boobs. <laughs> That's in it. it. That's it. <laughs> Stamp of <laughs> boob approval. <laughs> so then we, then we see Louis scaling the wall. He's peeping. He's watching. And it's crazy because he, again, these type of vampires in these movies, they have like this different look, which is different lore of vampires. Uh, but it does have like a werewolf-ish look. Yes. And he played a werewolf in, in the Monster Squad. Yes. So that's so that, I mean, that added to it. Um, but this is the scene I did laugh at. 
I mean, it, it was pretty funny. What part did you laugh at? That him what, looking and the nail slam? <laughs> it was so stupid, uh, but it was funny. I mean, his, his nails got cut off. And he, I mean, yeah, and he falls all the way down. So he, he, he almost seems like a vampire trying to get into the vampire club. And he's like, he's like, a, like a prospect. He's like a vampire prospect for the club <laughs> because he, he seems to go rogue a lot. And just, he, he's very sloppy. He does whatever he does, whatever, whatever he wants. wants. Right. I mean, it's yeah. so I, I again, I, I, he's he, to me, he, he was the best part of the movie. No, no, he definitely, no, he's up there. So then, so then we cut to Charlie. He's back in his, he's back at his dorm, gets a knock at, uh, on the door. And he thinks it's Alex, but it's Regine. And he just cannot stop looking at her. And the best is she's like, are you Charlie? And he's like, yeah, I'm Charlie. And she's like, Charlie Johnson. He's like, oh, no, I'm Charlie Brewster. And she's like, oh, okay. And then she like takes this long walk and he just can't stop looking at her. She turns around like, got a light. Is is there a Charlie Johnson from the first movie at all, or is there anything? No, I or think she, that was like you were just messing with him. Yeah. All right. Do you know so the that, rules of vampires? The rules? The, there's rules to vampires, and Charlie, because he's taken by her beauty, he breaks the rule that gives her the ability to take over his body. Is it uh, you? You can't leer more than three seconds. <laughs> no, but he broke that a lot. No, you can't. <laughs> they can only come in if you invite them in. That's a rule. Vampires and forever. Dracula, all of them. That's not a rule. Because how many times do you see a vampire flying into the window and, and, you know, go. Yeah, he flies into the window. No, not. uh, This is the only vampire that flies into a window. (laughs) I mean, you've seen other movies where the vampire comes in there and they're standing over a sleeping person. You know, that that's who who told you that rule? Well, it has to be their home. What do you mean? Who's holding it? It's in a ton of vampire movies. I have never heard that ever. Rules. That's ridiculous. Vampires don't have rules. Yes, they do. They have to be invited in. That's why when she's like, got a light, and he's like, yeah. And he's like, come in. And she, so like, what, what would happen if she tried to walk in without being invited? She can't make it. She can't go in. So, so it's like a force of stopping her from going in because yes. she wasn't invited. It's a vampire that thing. Doesn't, that doesn't sound stupid to you. I, 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 there's so many things that are stupid about like <laughs> movies and stuff that make no sense. Well, I, I, I have to question that one. We we definitely need like a, like a Van Helsing, uh, you know, a specialist or something to tell us because that Van sounds Helsing ridiculous. himself. Yes. And, and I mean, back to, back to, back to him again. I mean, this guy is such a nerd that first of all, he, he goes to a dinner in a, like a, a, a sports coat and then he has a robe. He's in college. What college student has a robe? Well, maybe he's influenced by his buddy Peter Vincent because he has a robe <laughs> that you want. He has. Yeah, but Peter Vincent's Vincent. like sixty years old. I mean, this is a. Co- I mean, I don't know. I, I, I can't imagine. I, I've never seen a robe in college. I just I, it's ridiculous. That's oh, is that a college rule? No robes. <laughs> that see, that's if you wear if you if you have a robe, you can't go into your dorm. Very simple. <laughs> and when, when she starts saying to him when they're he's like do you want instant coffee and she's like no and she just looks at him and says do you know how to use your lips charlie i'd be like oh my god in my head i'm like what girlfriend like again he doesn't really think about alex at all right now and then i'm just like this guy man just stepping in it obviously what could happen to him 
if her plan, which we'll get into, succeeds, it's gonna be pretty shitty for him. But for right now, you know, you gotta made in the shade. Listen, it's she. She's like he's like a freshman, and she's like a senior in college. Yeah. You know, that's how that's how he's looking at it. You know, like he's got a hot girlfriend, but she's a hot senior. You know, so it's a big difference between a hot freshman and hot senior, and that's how he's looking at her. You know, um, but another question about the dorms, and he is in dorms. It is the quietest dorms I've ever seen because you don't see another person ever in that in, in college, except for the Chinese girl that fell and got eaten by the roller skating vampire. Yeah, there's really not a lot of extra. It's almost like when they're filming stuff right now during the pandemic. Yeah, yeah. There's like no extra. There's, there's nobody. Except the party. That's like the only part of this movie. Correct. Even at the bowling alley with it, when when uh, oh. Charlie's bowling. Oh, what? We'll get, we'll get to the bowling. What? Later. It's so stupid. Why? Why? There's and, and is what's the, is that a rule of vampires? Like, what's the fascination of bowling? Because between the doctor, who's well, get, you know, I'm not going to do any spoilers. Yeah. But and and then these guys, like, what's with the bowling? Like, is is that like a favorite pastime of vampires? <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> I was just thinking because it was probably a set. Uh, it was probably close by and they needed to look at maybe it's not like there's really too in depth, but no, they shoot like three scenes there. It's, so, it's, movie. it's so stupid. <laughs> well, not the, I love the vampire bowling. We'll get into that. <laughs> so, so she starts when they start kissing, she, ah, it's grossed me out. Just even thinking about it. When she puts her, t- her teeth. Yeah. And just like rubs on the cut. Huh. That was cool. He, and then he wakes up and you're like, Holy crap. Was it really a dream? Obviously it couldn't have been, it couldn't have been a dream because. Yeah. But, but why not? Because this is the second time he dreamed about her. You know, he dreamed about her when he was kissing his girlfriend. Yeah. And then he dreamed about her now. So in his mind, you know, I think he thinks he's keeps dreaming. Well, this time he definitely isn't dreaming because she had to get invited in. Cause that's how, you know, oh, related in the movie. I'm, I'm looking it up later. I'd never heard of that. It's ridiculous. <laughs> So then, so then Alex is actually at the door when he wakes up this time and she notices that he was like kind of scared about it. Cause he was like frightened, like, wow, how is this happening? And then she goes, you thought I was a vampire, didn't you? So she knows obviously about this. I don't know how you break that to your girlfriend. Is that like a first date conversation? Do you wait till fifth? Or- well, I, this is a trope we see and we talk about every movie. So I'm assuming that had to be newsworthy. The first movie, you know, no, I mean, it didn't get anywhere. How? 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 How did no one? You have dead bodies. You have. I mean, there were missing people. Okay, when they killed the vampires, did it, they just disappear? Yeah. Oh, okay. What do you oh. think vampires do? They have to go to the funeral home and pick out everything. They disintegrate. Bodies just lay there. They don't turn to dust. Yeah, they turn to dust. No, 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 no one. They they melt. They melt in this one. They melt. So, yes. And then what? The, the body still listen. I, I you would think again. I don't know how many people died in the first one, but you would think that people heard some of the ruckus. I mean, you have neighbors. You know, I, I would think the news would would find out about it. I, I don't think he could hide it. Well, they knew about the missing people, but I don't think anybody really knew about. It. And I don't know how far away his college is from home. Back in the day, you didn't know. You only knew your local news back in the day. You didn't know what was going on in. Another part of the country. Yeah, but I also never came across vampires. So, I mean, uh, you know, I mean, that's well, newsworthy. You know why you never came across vampires? You never let him in. You never oh. invited him in. You know what? And I've always wanted to meet a vampire, but it was my fault for not letting him in. 
Yeah, those door to door like vacuum Kirby salesmen when you're a kid and they're like, Can I come in and test out the vacuum? You're like, No, you better not. That could so you say you you're, so you're saying the vacuum salesman could have been a vampire. Oh, they are vampires. That's oh. you can Google that later too. <laughs> <laughs> so uh then we cut to the vampire gang and they they have the dead Asian student in the limo. Well, I guess we had to have that happen because they have to feed, so they're feeding not right outside, and then Bosworth is outside eating bugs. And it's really cool that he told me that he went to the director. A lot of times some directors like do what's on the script, whatever he was able to actually add in the lines. Like, so he's like, I'm just not eating bugs. You know, I, I'm like a bug connoisseur. He seems like a guy that would be eating real bugs in the movie just to oh, make it like, I think they like, were real bugs. I was like, I, I could see him doing that just to, to get into the role more, just to eat real like moths and everything. Yeah. Did they explain that? Or is that, you know, like do vampires normally do that? Or he just wanted to add that little. Well, he's not a vampire. He's not a vampire. No, we know. No, he's not a vampire. I don't know what he is. That that we'll get into that. How do you know he's not a vampire? Because he's eating bugs and he's not eating the girl yeah, in the car. Yeah, but he but he melts with sunlight. No, he doesn't melt with the sunlight. Oh, he gets cut. He gets cut with the. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's got to be a vampire. It's a vampire gang. What? No, he's, he's a bug. out a vampire gang if you're not a vampire. Well, this isn't like Crips and Bloods. You know, he's just like a bug eater. <laughs> so he's like the exterminator of the group. So like, you know, if they're, if they're at the vampire house and they need like bugs getting rid of it, like they call him and he just goes there and he, Yeah, he just slurps up the ants, uses a straw. He's got to be a vampire. All right. All right. This is ridiculous. <laughs> Another thing for you to Google. So, <laughs> so then we got Charlie and Alex cuddling. He passes out for, and his cut that he was shaving with was like bleeding. Uh and Alex left a sweet note for him. And she says, I think it's infected. Oh, first it was like one. I really, really like you. Right. Yeah. And, yep. and then the second one was like, I think it's infected. I forgot what the third thing was. Maybe it was foreshadowing like what she mentions later, but I wanted to ask you this. Did anybody ever leave you a note, a lady friend or anything? Um, I've never gotten a note. Um, well, usually I was the one to leave. What? Uh, oh, note. <laughs> I just saw that. Uh, I read that. I remember a girl one time, like she, we hung out for one night, and she left a note, and she like cleaned my room. I was like nineteen, and I'm like, what's happening right now? And I, <laughs> terrible enough, I crumbled it up. <laughs> so she left you a note, like like a goodbye, like instead of like saying goodbye, she left you a note, and then you never saw her again. Well, yeah, sort of. Then what's the point of leaving a note? Oh, no, she didn't say goodbye. Nobody says goodbye to me. What? Right. So she said, "So see you later, Doug. I'm sorry it was so short. Maybe next time uh, you'll do better. And then uh, goodbye. What was short? The duration or the diameter? That's, she left it for you to figure out yourself. Oh, that's great. So then we get to... Charlie, which I thought he was done with his shrink, which that was the beginning of the movie, but he goes back. He's obviously like, Hey, what the hell's going on? And the shrink <laughs> two, two, two things. Obviously he has to wear shades because he's slowly turning uh, at like a super slow rate of vampire. But why does the shrink have a, just a loose pill drawer? Uh, um, and, and, and they're like in a Ziploc bag. He like, he takes out the pills in a bag. He goes, Hey, oh, yeah, yeah. It's like ridiculous. But again, he's not really a shrink. I know. I so mean, we'll so, get into that. Yeah. So, I mean, but 
you know, you you just touched on something that I, I questioned. So he is turning to a vampire extremely slow. Yes. Yet his buddy, not his friend, turns pretty quick. Well, because they actually fully fed on the buddy. Well, she fed on him. She only put her tooth in. So there's there's a certain amount of blood you have to take in order to turn quicker. Yeah. It's like a snake. If like a rattlesnake, like sort of bites you, you're like sort of hurt. Man, I I really need to read up on my vampires because I, I'm so confused of what vampires really are. All right. (laughs) Oh man. So, and then the two, again, the suggesting bowling. And I think, I think if we interviewed maybe like the production designer and they're like, Hey, the closest location for a different scene that we can use maybe to fit in the budget or something was a bowling alley. And then maybe they rented it and the bowling alley was like, all right, you can use the bowling alley, but you have to use it for like five days. And like, whoa, whoa, whoa. We're going to use this for three parts of this movie. Well, I have to be honest. It was also the smallest bowling alley I've ever seen. I love so, small uh, bowling alleys that, like that. There's one in Garwood, New Jersey. That's like so tiny. Oh, you know like, what? Five lanes. Is, is it by a is it by a bar? Like behind a bar? Mm-hmm. I, I went there, I think, because I my I work at Cran, you know, I, I work in uh near Cranford and they had we had a we did our holiday party once and it's like a bar. You walk in, it's a bar, but they have a back room that's a bowling alley of like four lanes. Yep. Is that the place? Mm-hmm. That's amazing. It's like and it's think, like an old school bowling alley. I like it's only and up until a few years ago, I think they finally digital it. But it used to be manual recording. Oh, it's. Um, I, can you imagine like the meetings that were there? Like, because again, it's a hidden. It's a hidden gem. Like you, you wouldn't know. You go in the bar, you would never know there's bowling alley there. Yeah, it's I, amazing. I remember having really good pizza. <laughs> That's all I remember. My daddy's taking me there. So then, so then Charlie, actually William Ragsdale, good bowler, good form, almost strike. Uh, you know, I don't know how many takes that took to get to that. So his his girlfriend. Again, she is kind of nerdy, and the way she approaches it, you don't know what she's about to say to him. She's like, oh, I don't know. You probably won't like it, and she surprised him with symphony tickets. And that's a big step in the relationship, I think. Why? I don't know. Symphony is like, I don't know. That seems like a pretty serious thing. You're asking a guy that you're dating to wear something really nice. What if he doesn't have anything nice? Well, He's been wearing something nice the entire movie. Okay, hey, so you, look, he dresses look, good. So I mean, um, yeah, I mean, listen, this guy, I mean, I, I, he seems like a guy that would enjoy it. I, I mean, but considering, I'm, I, I'm surprised she asked him only because he's so into like vampires and, and like, like sci-fi movies. The way he was talking to her, like it didn't seem like his cu- cup of tea. You know, um, but he also seemed hesitant when she first mentioned it. I know that was weird. I don't get it. Yeah. You know, and again, he should be kissing her aspect of the way he's been, you know, kind of treating her lately. So like I'm surprised he was doing that. Yeah, especially that he ruined like their makeout session. Yeah. He made her walk home like yeah, yeah he should have just done whatever. So the next scene, and it says Charlie <laughs> Charlie has a buddy walk in, steal a tie. And dude, he Wait, was- hold on, hold on. Okay, once again, wasn't there a toy called My Buddy that, that Chucky was named after? All right, we're not going to get into doll stuff, right? No, 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 no. But I'm just saying, it, buddy, they, I don't think they would have a stranger, you know, 
as a pal to a child. Well, you're it's a stranger at first, and once you have it a year, then it becomes my friend. Oh, so it's, you upgrade. So buddies, you, it's like you start off as a buddy, but then you work your way up to a, a friend. Yes, and then okay. my buddy right. sends you a new patch to put on. Okay, now I understand. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and dude, his buddy looks so old. And later in the movie, when they talk about his buddy and they reveal his age, and if you remember at the scene, at what he says here, he goes, come on, man, you've been here for like six years. And then they say later that he's 22 years old. I'm like, something doesn't jive. Unless yeah, that was he, a joke. He looked, a joke he looked older, like, yeah. Yeah, wouldn't your joke be like, not like a little bit older. It'd be like, hey, you've been here for like 30 years, man. That's a joke. Well, I read one thing. Ooh. All right. It's a little morbid. A little, okay. you know, like Debbie Downer. But I read one thing that he was actually dying of AIDS filming this. Like he had AIDS and like people on it. That's why he's not in a lot of scenes because they were afraid to like work with him. Yeah. So he's only in like really two scenes or whatever. But yeah, he had he had AIDS. He was sick filming this movie. That's one thing I, I read. That's really cool that they kept him in the movie yeah. and they knew about yeah. it. Yeah. Because as we know, with like Magic Johnson and other people, they're yep. kind of like ostracized. Like people, especially like, back then, you know, when it was the unknown was so, it was still there. Like, so, um, no, that was pretty cool. Yeah, that is. Cause there's like kind of like a close scene between Jewel, yeah. uh, Julie. Yeah. And, uh, and Russell. Wow. So. All right, Debbie Danner. All right. So, so uh, <laughs> no, I like hearing that stuff. Well, we just talked about Menendez, brother. This, yeah, yeah. So, so Charlie, he's on his way. Uh, he's leaving, and he sees that limo again out front in front of his dorm. And Regine's talking to his buddy Richie. So within seconds, he's just like, "Yeah, whatever." She, you know, and it seems like it was starting already because when we cut to Alex, she's like looking at her watch, like pacing, and it's already like he didn't even like start following them yet. But the ball's on this guy. Well, why is he? Why was he following the limo? Because, because his friend was his buddy was going with these girls. Did he? Did he suspect that vampires are going on? Like, yeah. what was his mo- motivation of following them? I think because regime, like you know, obviously imagining her in the back of the car, and the dream that he had, and the feeling. So you think he was following her and not him? Yeah, again, he was his buddy. He could give two shits about it. <laughs> I mean, honestly, right. it, no, maybe this is a, a, a element that he's maybe close to a friend now because he really is putting it all on the line for this guy that really just seems like he just comes and takes ties. Well, maybe I would say maybe he just cares about the tie. When he wants to make sure where the ties are. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, you know, because if he's, going, if he's going to like a mosh pit with his tie, you know, he wants to make sure he gets a tie back in one piece. Could you imagine if that's what he did? He was like, hey, Regine, do whatever you want, Tim. Just don't get blood on the silk tie. <laughs> just give me the like tie back. <laughs> and it just so happened, obviously, Regine and her crew are living at uh, where Peter Vincent lives. So, yeah. So when he goes there, then he, again, he's convincing because Peter's probably broken inside. Like, oh my God, this guy said he didn't believe in it. And now he does again. And he finally changes him, uh, changes his mind to go out to the party. Which, well, he seems to have more fun than uh, the kid anyway. I mean, he stays, but yeah, he convinces him to go. And this party is, is wild. It's a little, uh, it's a little bizarre, you know. Um, but again, I, I mean, are they all vampires? Well, like, we is see this like, who is vampires? No, I know that. Uh, but, well, because I also think the other guy's a vampire, not just a bug eater. 
but I mean, I'm assuming this is a vampire. This is a vampire party and you have all prospects or people that they're trying to turn into vampires there. So like each one has their own, you know, it's almost like, um, what's it called? Uh, dust till dawn. Like, you know, yeah. like you know, they've invited everybody up there and then all of a sudden, you know, when the lights turn off, half the people are going to die and turn into vampires. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, it's sort of like that. So, you don't know, like the first guy when they walk in and, uh, he, I love when they're walking in the hallway and he's like, do you have the holy water? Do you have the crucifix? Do you have the wooden sticks? And he's like, yes, Charlie. And then they go in and he, and the guy opens the door and he, and he like opens his mouth. Yeah. <laughs> he hits him with the crucifix. I was like, oh man. And it's just like the plastic teeth fall out. And yeah. This okay. Okay. Scene. So wait, so, so why was he wearing that? Cause no one else is dressed up. Right. Uh, well, it's a vampire party. Yeah. Remember the bowl? A, as soon as they get in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had the teeth. Yeah. What's a vampire party? Like, because not, I didn't see, I didn't see too many vampire costumes. I he, really, he was the only one. He was the only, they, he read the memo wrong, the invitation. It just said, wear vampire teeth. You don't have to dress like a vampire. <laughs> okay. All right. This movie has so many holes. <laughs> it's ridiculous. What? So, so then, so then we're cutting back and forth between Alex, but man, I love Louie, his role and his swagger, the way he shows up to like go up to Alex. He's like, Hey, you got a ticket? I want to go into this. I, I mean, listen, no offense, but he looks like a creeper. Oh, he does. and yeah. So how could she possibly want to give him the other ticket? Even though, I, I mean, knowing her, like, like you'd want to sit next to this guy who don't know. First of all, I don't know too many people that are like scalping tickets or looking for tickets at, 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 at an event like that. Yeah. You know, I don't think that's a big thing to do, but like you would trust a guy that looks as creepy as him to like sit next to you. And like, I mean, that's, you know, shame on rocket, her. Like a bomber jacket. Maybe it's like yeah. over the top swagger like oh, over the top. Maybe she's <laughs> like right now. I want the complete opposite of Charlie, the complete opposite Losing hair, full head of hair. <laughs> no, I, no, I, no, I thought that same thing, but I think maybe the swag. Louis got the swag, or just she, she was just so pissed off. She's like, I don't care, and just you know, whoever it was. Well, listen, she she does talk to him a few times throughout the movie, so maybe she does like him a little bit. She does kind of like have a soft spot because there's one yeah. part when he like kind of convinces her to like, well, we'll get to later but yeah. i'm like wow she kind of like maybe she's like on the fence with both of them you know but he is a little aggressive he is a little yeah very aggressive <laughs> <laughs> so we come back to charlie and he sees his buddy and he because he saw his buddy get bit in the earlier scene when he like scaled the yep. the one in the stairwell so that's like kind of made him go to peter's so he's like trying to like check his buddy's neck and he was <laughs> what did uh Oh, he wasn't. He, he was sleeping. He he passed out. He was being like super, drunk. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I mean, that's so that. I mean, that's important to know because the, he the guy wakes up while him. He's like checking him out. So would you, that was kind of funny too. Because I think you he know, said, "I I think this is too much, Brewster." Yeah. <laughs> I love that. But I think it's a lame um, reason why he couldn't find. No, I think that's oh. what he mean. Come on, I, I, I don't. Okay, if you have 
a scar. You're, gonna, you're not going to see makeup on his neck. Even even if you, you know, you're looking. I mean, you're going to come on. It's that's, Hollywood I mean, makeup, just, baby. Uh, you ever see the movie FX? Yeah. In that movie? I mean, he's he's not an FX slit, artist. Slit his wrists, you know? Yeah, Joe right, Love. Whatever. That's on the bucket list. FX too. Oh, <laughs> I haven't seen either one in a long time. Uh, I have to see the first, the first one's yes. great. First one's amazing. Oh, yeah. So then we see, so Charlie, he wants to leave because he can't find anything on his buddy's neck. And then Regine walks in and they start dancing. And then you hear, bow, bow. the music in this movie is, oh my God, the guitar solo. And it's like kind of like a Nokia cell phone, like, yep. bow, 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 bow. Yep. <laughs> I don't know. It's great. And God, it's just the dancing of her. And when she gets really close, the effects team that worked on this one and the first one are like just unreal. But when she's doing the back and forth with the crucifix and her face changes, yeah, that was cool. So cool, man. Do you do you think now? I, I, I'm I'm assuming he's not a good dancer. So do you think like vampires have the power to make whoever it is just to dance, you know, well? Well, they have to because he has no rhythm like that. <laughs> None. But I'm telling you, this is the same exact scene in Once Bitten. Yeah. There was a huge scene, um, but the girlfriend was there. No, going back. He was going back and forth, dancing with his girlfriend and then dancing with the, I forget what her name is, um, but the, the vampire. So, yeah. But maybe vampires like to dance. They like to dance and rollerblade and, and bowl. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so he's like going back and forth. And then we find out. So this is kind of, so she's a performance artist that we find out, which is kind of like an art artistic kind of thing and so the woman tells charlie that because you uh peter vincent goes oh are you an actress right and she's like no and the and this random woman that's getting autographs says no she's a performance artist are you going to perform when you're in town and then at the same time she starts like rubbing her neck and i'm like i don't know if that lady is in on it is she a plant to tell everybody that she's a well she has to because i mean like i mean is she really a performance artist that just traveling you know like must be honestly uh the only reason i say that is how does later she get that gig right right so she must be known i was thinking there it could be plants but no later on the other movie she couldn't have like that many people involved but right right. she just starts like rubbing her hair and i'm like wow and then this (laughs) is the part right away charlie goes alex (laughs) This guy sucks, man. Hey, okay. So at that point, would you even show up? Like, because, you know, he's obviously super late. I mean, he's got to know the show's over by now, you know, or close to. Wouldn't it, wouldn't it be better not to show up and maybe make an excuse you got in a car accident or a flat tire whoa, or something? Whoa, whoa, Well, I'm just saying, if you why even show up at that point? Wow. So you're saying like a fender bender or like I flipped over three times on the highway. I saved an old woman, and at the same time, I delivered a baby. <laughs> this this coming from the same guy who said he's 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 witnessed vampires. So I think if you could come up with a lie about vampires, you know, or the truth, you can come up with you know getting in a car accident. I'm just saying, or a flat a, a flat tire. Okay. You know, I think you have better way to save face by doing that than just showing up after the show's over. No, no, you know that's a little. I don't know. know. <laughs> <laughs> the the balls on that guy, man. It is. And again, the fact that she giving him like a third chance, like is amazing. Yeah. So, so like you said, Peter's the party animal. He wants to stick around. He's like, dude, I live here and I don't have to drive, you know? So 
so I don't know where like some weird things start happening. See the one woman getting like, cause earlier all those things were happening, <clears throat> but it wasn't like to the extreme level. So I guess almost probably regine and the other vampires that were there were like, screw it. He's by himself. Cause it's, it's, well, it's time. It, it, that's what it is. And now that, you know, the purpose of having that party is coming, you know, coming around. Yeah. But the, the chewing on the one woman and she like starts yeah. like making these sounds and I love the the mirror trick was in the first one. So in the first movie, he doesn't believe Charlie. They don't even know Charlie. They just went to the studio because they were huge fans of the show. And he went to Chris Sarandon's house next door, uh, Jerry Dandridge. And he uh, does that. He has his mirror and he's like checking his face and he doesn't see the reflection. So it's cool that throwback to see that the two women he just saw dancing, not there at all. And then his panic. I love that's one thing I love in movies. I love, I absolutely love it when people are trying to get away yeah. and the person's just there. Yeah. And just the way it's done in this, like he goes into the hallway, sh- she's there like waiting for him. And then he's like, ah, he runs down the stairs waiting for him. It was just perfect. Well, th- then why did he even go? Like he see, he seems kind of a wimpy guy. Like he seems like afraid. Yes. So, okay. So then why would you even bother going? At this, like it, it, after witnessing what you witnessed in the first movie, at this point, wouldn't you want to be as far away as possible from anything vampire related? I think as he was successful, he kind of got confidence from it because he felt like a fraud for all the years playing a vampire. Because that's all the movies he plays a vampire killer in all the movies. Okay, so well maybe is, is, like, is hey, it, I did it? Is it successful or lucky? Ooh, well. After this movie, I, I don't think it's luck anymore. <laughs> well, uh, okay. I mean, but the first one, I'm assuming luck. Like, uh, you know, because he's not a professional. He, you know, he's he's a professional performance artist. Are there professional vampire? Uh, Van Helsing. I bet you one thing Van Helsing knows. Don't invite him in. <laughs> you stay out there, Kirby vacuum guy. <laughs> so, so yeah. So I love that part when, and this is what, again, this is where she reveals like she's Jerry Dandridge's uh, sister and she wants to, you know, basically punish Charlie. And at this point, obviously she could have killed. And I think this is the, this is what makes villains great. And why we question villain villains, a lot of movies, because they could have killed people in the most simplest ways. So many right. times like Dr. Evil and Austin powers, they mock all the time. She could have killed him, got one of the people away. Then you have Charlie all by himself. But she doesn't. She lets him. She lets him go. Well, it, it is. But if she turns into a vampire, he becomes immortal. Correct. Who? Peter Vincent. Oh, Charlie. Yeah. So then, how is that punishing him? Oh well, she she wants to she wants to make him immortal and basically enslave him for the rest of his life. Ah, okay. That's what it was. Just punishing him for all of eternity, like kind of like sending him to like hell on earth, I guess. All right, since, since you're a vampire expert, so I have a question. So sure. if you, if I mean, I'm assuming immortal means that you can't die, right? Uh, yeah, I guess. Well, you're not going to die. I guess would that be a, immortal? Would so, be okay. Right so immortal means that you can't die naturally, but okay. you can you can die other ways. Yeah. Is that what? Okay. All right. Just wanted to, you know. I'm glad I cleared that up. I'm, I'm glad because I mean, immortal to me, me, I thought meant like you can't die yet. You can die with a wooden stake and sunlight and garlic and all that stuff. So, you know, garlic is always the one like you could say anything <laughs> about 
the not inviting it in that just is like just makes the opportunity for the vampire they have to you know they can't be easy they can't kill somebody in their sleep but garlic who wrote well, that what would happen what if what would happen if you're an italian vampire because <laughs> i mean you know it's very hard to you know not use garlic in anything you you make i mean i'm, I'm italian and we use garlic a lot so like would that be torture it would be torture and you know what i bet you there's no vampires in italy because what are they gonna eat Everything's gonna be garlic. What was the last time you? What was the last time you heard about an Italian person getting killed by a vampire? All right, exactly. that's true. Exactly. Because I mean, I would, I would also, I mean, if if I happen to be, you know, in Italy and a vampire, I'd be nervous that by accident I put garlic and I kill my whole family. <laughs> you know, like I, I wouldn't want to be a vampire in Italy. That is but I would just, yeah. All right. So I do, I, I would love to do the research. This is like another thing we researched. When did garlic first turn up in vampire movies? I wonder if that guy's like, what do I hate? What do I hate? And he's like, <laughs> broccoli? Ah, oh, that's weird. Let's go garlic. Because I don't understand it. The stench, what, the, everything to go with it. Can you imagine if it was broccoli, though, instead of garlic? <laughs> you, know, you, you, you shove in like the the, the, the the bushy part of the broccoli in their face and it's... <laughs> Or they accidentally like buy from the supermarket like the non-bushy part that you can buy the broccoli cuts, which I don't even know why they sell those. Whenever I buy them by accident, it's I feel like a moron. I'm like, why did I just bar- buy this like piece of? It's like a stick. Sometimes. Yeah. Well, but see now I would believe that more because then you could carve into like a like a like a steak. Ooh. They are pretty hard. The the, the stems. So I mean, use it as weapons. <laughs> see, it could like double. You know, like a double. Uh, Double-edged right. sword. I'm, I'm researching that too, because maybe broccoli was is one of the things. Because you never hear about it, but maybe it's one of those hidden gems that can also kill a vampire. Because I didn't know roses can either. And you know, we learned that also. So I didn't know that either, but it must be in Bram Stoker's Dracula, because that's what she reads. I, Did you read I, it? I saw the movie. I I didn't read it, I saw the movie and oh my I don't god, heard- you sound like one of my wife's uh, students. Oh, I didn't Why? read James and the Giant Peach, I watched the movie. <laughs> Uh, I didn't know we had homework assignment about reading Dracula before we, you know, we do this, but I don't remember any vampire. Di- I, I can't imagine Gary Ullman dying from roses. Sorry. Well, that's, that's, that's well, I did, fun fact for everyone listening. Seal kissed by a rose. It's about killing vampires. <laughs> <laughs> More, you know, so, so then he, uh, Peter runs back. He finally gets back. I love that. He's, I love that little room that he has anyway. It's probably like a really sweet like reading room, but when he sits on that like kind of like it looks like a lazing Susan, like a little elevated stage, and he's sitting there and he's just surrounded by balls of garlic and candles, <laughs> and he's just calling Charlie and he's not answering because Charlie's having like his own little own little thing at home. He's like yeah. in the shower, like what's happening to me? Because he's slowly more and more, you know, his change is happening. Very slowly, though. It is very slowly. How'd you like when uh, Louie brings her home? And he's like, again, he's almost like the jock in high school. She's walking at a normal pace, and he's like... Okay, okay. so first of all, I mean, again, he looks creepy as hell. She doesn't know him. She's going to allow him to walk him home. On the flip side, the, her boyfriend left her at the, in the streets to walk the dorm. He walks her all the way back. So One point for Louie. Hundred percent. So I think that's where, like, she's seen like he's better boyfriend material. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. I mean, you know, he's courteous. He is. I do <laughs> like when uh, I do like the effects in this movie. 
And I know it's not like the traditional vampire, like the Dracula, but when he turns on the dog's barking and he turns and it's like predator ish, it's, it's so cool how quick it is. And then he turns back and then he like, he's trying to go inside. He wants to get invited in so then he can feed and Ryan Thompson, Bosworth's pissed off. He's like, you're supposed to bite her on the neck. And I love Louis swagger. It's almost like he like, is like, you know, shrugging his shoulders. Like, well, I'm not hungry right now. You look, you look like Rodney Dangerfield doing it. I mean, no respect. I'm not hungry. <laughs> well, this this is the moment when I realized he was a vampire because all this time I thought he was a werewolf. You know, um, again, because he looked like a werewolf. He had the nails and everything. But this is when he said that. I'm like, all right, he's he's a vampire. But like, is he like is he trying to feed on her or is he trying to date her? Because he seems to really like like her. He's trying to date her, but I I'm sure the overall plan. I, I wish we had a scene of like Regine, like obviously Brian's like her, just like chauffeur, like bodyguard in a sense. But it'd be great if it was like her, like giving like a like a boss meeting, like hey, you should have, you're supposed to, you know, bite her on the neck by Tuesday. It's Thursday when he can have the bite on the neck, because yeah, he's blowing the whole plan. I wonder what it really was. Was it just again to get rid of her? Cause I think that's great when the, when you're able to take the, the hero of the stories like girl uh, or, or boyfriend, uh, because then the hero is like weakened because they're worried about that, which happens at the end of the movie. But what is there like a, a certain, like what's the reason why like she's so important to turn into it? Like you're at a college campus. There's tons of people. So why is she so important? So now I didn't even think about this until you just said that maybe for all the eternity, maybe regime really was trying to do it uh, without having to tell Peter because Peter revealed it by looking in the mirror and, and figured it out. Maybe she wanted to turn both of them and then maybe just end up killing her and get rid of her, but make Charlie like be more into it. I don't know. Make him like comforter comforted. I don't know. But no, I, I just wonder. In, in, yeah, I just wonder in general, like for vampires, like you know, when they when they have their set, like even with the like Jim Carrey, I think they, you know, when he was in one spin, like she had her like claws in him, trying to turn him. Like I wonder if they're looking for specific types of um, people to turn. You know, like if, if there's like again a code. I'm thinking they look for you know you got to fit in you know rollerblades. They want to use the last guy that got killed's rollerblades and outfit. Now I don't know how they would choose. Because, yeah. like, why didn't they choose, like, the Asian student? You know, they get right. on her. So I think it has to be, like, a purpose because they don't want too many. Because if too many kill, then it'd be all over the news. But if one or two go missing, yeah. <laughs> so I love the scene, the, just the effect of it, how they did it. I don't know. But it, it looks so great. When Charlie's in bed and the cloud of smoke just, like, fills the room and then she disappears out of nowhere. Just, again, looking amazing. And she's sucking on his neck a little bit more get a little vampire juices and maybe he's like 25 percent vamp right now something like that but uh <laughs> so then that psycho i think he's more of a psycho now i really do now when you really think about how crazy he is with alex i know charlie has a lot going on but he shows up with like these flowers that say like forgive me and i'm just like <sighs> And, and honestly, the minute she saw them, she was smiling like she was OK. Like, again, listen, first of all, Charlie might have been her first boyfriend because he was trying to have sex with her earlier. 
or, or he wanted it. And then she, he made a comment like, you know, I'm waiting for sex or something like yes. that. So like, right. So maybe, you know, he, he, she, he's the first boyfriend she's ever had. Yeah. And he did that in the first one too. He was like, come on, we've been going together for like three. Yeah. He's like just a horn dog. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, well, listen, this, this guy, I mean, he's also what he's the guy from mannequin, right? Mannequin. Isn't he the, the mannequin, man, the movie mannequin. Isn't he the, isn't he a mannequin? The main guy. I thought he was a man. He, he was, he started in the movie mannequin. No, he didn't. That's uh that's a weekend at Bernie's New Jersey. Andrew McCarthy? Or maybe it was mannequin too. Was he in? in I thought he was a mannequin on the move. You can look. I at don't it. know. So I love it. She. Yeah. He. He says, "I love you." Is it him? No, I'm looking now. Okay. <laughs> she said. Uh, he goes. I. I think I. I'm. I think he almost like doesn't even say love. I think he says, "I'm falling for you." She goes. I came to college to be a clinical psychologist, and it's like storms off. Well, no, he said, "I love you," but. Yes, that didn't. That was weird, also, because she's the one that said, "I think I like you." You know, I'm liking you, or something. She wrote that note to him, but and then, then she's like, off. "Yeah," but she was smiling with the flowers, so I thought she already forgave him at that point. I don't know, but maybe she's thinking like, "Hey, this makes it a little bit better." But hey, this is the guy that just blew me off, and then the next day he's saying he loves me, or maybe she's thinking about Uncle Rico. Well. Who wouldn't, man? Louis got the swag. <laughs> <laughs> so then, so Charlie, one thing I do agree with Charlie about in the next line, when she talks about like Dracula and she kind of like mocks like the vampires and it's not that good. Like why are people into it? But I do agree with that line. I actually want to like get that printed or put that somewhere. Cause I do hate when people say they, they hate something that they never even like seen or read because that's just the worst thing ever. Like we see people on, you know, Twitter and you can follow us at sequels only. And you'll see people that are like, Oh, that movie sucks. And it's like, Oh, did you see it? And I'm like, and they're like, no. And it's like, well, how can you judge it? Some guy was like, Oh, escape plan three sucks. And I'm like, Oh, did you see it? He said, no. So how do you, how do you say that? What is this? By the way, he was a mannequin too. He's the main guy from Mannequin too. I I will be reaching. Oh, is he the main guy? I I would assume because he plays Prince William and the other guy. So I yeah. So guess what? I'll be reaching out to Charlie. Charlie, we got oh, to get Mannequin too is great. Yeah, well, not really, but. <laughs> <laughs> so then Peter finds Charlie. Finally finds him, and Charlie shuts him down. So he chooses his girl because again, he I think he thinks that something's happening to him. Like he has to. Third interaction with Regine after meeting her for two how, seconds. How, but how stupid are you? Like, he's a completely different person than he was in the beginning of the movie. You know, the fact that he wants to wear sunglasses and he's never done that before. You think something's wrong? Like, you know, like he's like, like, like how can he be that oblivious? And again, he's surrounded by werewolf, uh, vampires in the first movie. So he kind of knows what to f- like see and find. How about like the first thing I would do is like, all right, look in the mirror. Well, he's not fully changing, so maybe he's like twenty five percent. Like, so it's all, it's all only half his face in show. <laughs> but I think he's just choosing Alex because he screwed her over so many times. He's like, I gotta again, like, rip this bandaid off, which he did earlier. So maybe that's what he did. But then the next scene, when she leaves to go to class, and he's starting to, he starts eyeing up the girls. Not like because he's like, hey, yeah. they're hot. Like, yeah. 
like food. He's like, I'm hungry. Yeah. So how about when he grabs the pizza again, it's at a bowling alley pizzeria and the lady is like describing the pizza. I'm like, no bowling alley pizzeria <laughs> is especially at that place. Like out of college it yeah. is like going through and okay. So there's a huge line behind him and he's <laughs> eating the pizza it's pretty gross. He for it grossly and there's people waiting behind him, like hey step aside buddy and then when she says garlic he starts spinning back out and just runs well wouldn't what did he feel something first is that why he asked or like i don't remember like no, she was like, just, I, I, while he was eating it, she's like the cheese is fresh and the tomatoes are we just did it this morning and i'm like all right and then she's like oh and here's my secret oh my secret ingredient is a whole bunch of garlic <laughs> Which is on every pizza, so I don't know what which is what secret ingredient. But okay, so he didn't feel the effects of garlic; he just spit it out. So he had to have assumed these. Some you know, he's turning to a vampire oh, if no, he's in a reactive. Yeah, I just think it was. Uh, he didn't want to like blow off Alex again or lose her. Yeah, and he's not going to get anything better. Uh, listen, he he took up two girl, two hot girls in this movie, so he, yeah. his confidence is pretty high right now. Yeah, I guess for you know for the rest of eternity is it worth it survey says maybe (laughs) (laughs) like maybe i don't know (laughs) so then man this next scene i think is really cool so he knows obviously like something is happening so he goes to find peter peter's not there he leaves him a note he's out so then he's just like waiting in the lobby he just happens to see bosworth like the timing of it and Bosworth is going into the basement. So he's like, oh, let me lurk behind there. So what do you think about that whole thing? Like just having the co- coffins, like kind of like within access for people in the building. No, I mean, listen, I, I thought it was cool. I, I, you know, and I, I didn't expect to see anyone in one. So that was pretty cool, you know, to see someone laying in the coffin. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I just feel like, you know, what if the janitor went went down there? <laughs> yeah. You know? I mean, uh I mean they really weren't trying to hide, you know. Yeah, no, I know. That was that was that's what I was thinking. Like there was like a bunch of like old furniture down there, and I think there was like cleaning supplies on one part of it. So yeah, that could have easily happened. Like there's an old chair. Like Charlie it, breaks. It, it that looked chair. like it was like a backstage of a like a like the theater. Uh, you know, on, on campus where it has like all like the old props and costumes oh, and like, yeah. it's, you know. But I did like the scene because he could have obviously chose, like right at that moment to kill Bell. He's like, hey, let me keep looking, because another rule of vampires: kill the head vampire, they all die, which didn't you, really happen. That, that, well, let me ask you. So. He, this is the scene where he rips the leg off the, ch- the stool. Yeah. You think it's that easy to do? It was broken already. So was it maybe? broken already? I don't think so. <laughs> he's, do you think it was he's stronger? Maybe it's vampire strength? Yes. Okay. 25% of it. Okay. <laughs> That's why it took a little bit more force. I gotcha. Okay. <laughs> I do. I do love when Bosworth comes back up and he's like hiding and he's like, oh, the fear of that, like that guy and. He's eating bugs. When he has the bug, I think he really ate the bugs. I should have asked him. Uh, that on, that would have been great. I bet you he did. He had on to, his I, hand. Yeah. Oh. Well, he seems like a guy that's not really scared of a lot of things. 
you know, so I, I, I could see him just doing it just to, you know, kind of like almost like creep everybody on the, on, on the, in the movie also, just like yeah. by doing that, you know, to make his character even better. No, that's true. <laughs> so, yeah. So, so then he goes down, he, he finds regimes. Uh, hers is like in this area that's underneath the elevator shaft in the building. He opens the casket, sees her. She's there, eyes closed. Then when he lifts it, her eyes open yeah. like little red dots, like lasers. And then it goes into his eyes and he's, he just like puts it down and he's like in this trance. And dude, again, I, I she wants to make him suffer forever. So I would have kind of backfired when he walked into the street and dude, that car was so close and going fast. That wasn't like a movie stunt. That's like, Hey asshole, get out of the way. And like a break near him. That one, <laughs> like past him so you think you think it was just a car that happened to be random on set that just no you know like a real car <laughs> no what i'm saying <laughs> that'd be great right hey i thought you put the i thought you put the barricade up i thought you put the barricade up no it was just the fact that usually it's to stop short so the actor's not gonna but that thing went like it probably really wasn't that close but just perspective right. i'm like holy yeah. shit. but could you imagine if she wakes up like regine wakes up from her fall like I don't know if she was like fully conscious when that happened. She wakes up. She's like, oh, I can't wait to torment Charlie more. And it's like, oh, Charlie died <laughs> Charlie got by a car because you had him in a trance. And she's like, oh, <laughs> damn. <laughs> well, you, you know, I mean, uh, shame on her, though, because he's obviously getting closer and closer to like finding out who she is and, and almost killing her. Yeah. Like she's she's taking a lot of chances. At this point, like, it, you know, I know she wants she wants to torture him, but like, she's got to think like he's getting closer to like killing me. Like, let me just kill him now and get it out of the way. She's not a smart vampire. Well, it's just villains. Villains are not smart. That's well, why villains th- rarely win. This group is definitely again. I, I think this is like the the, the rejected table Molly crew of <laughs> vampires. <laughs> so then we cut to the library, and Alex is reading Dracula, and she's doing like that speed reading, which people do. And it, and they actually like it works for you, but just watch it. Yeah, I mean, how how big? I mean, it's a. I'm assuming Dracula, like the, the old, like the original, is probably a long, big book. Yeah, you know, yeah. she read it in a few hours. Speed. That's yeah. what speed reading is. No, I, I I understand that. I I can't imagine. I, I mean, I don't know if speed reading goes that fast in a couple hours, like a a, a, a thousand page book in a couple hours. I don't know, but it was very important for the rest of this movie that she read that book. Well, she, she would never didn't... know about this, the fake roses, you know, which we got to find out about that, you know. Uh, but, okay, so how late is this that the library is still open? No one else is in there. Maybe, again, she's a nerd, a hot nerd. It's Friday yeah. night. Everybody's partying. She's the only one. So there. you think she has a key to the library? No, they just open late and they're just like, hey, whatever. There was no old librarian. They should have had like the token old librarian get taken out by Louis. Oh, there's no old librarians in college. It's usually students that like work at work in library and all that. Oh, they, what do they do? Just throw the old people out? No, they work in the high school libraries. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> right, old people, you stay at the high school level. <laughs> so I love when she's reading and you see his vampire hand like right behind her. She turns around like spooked. I would be a little spooked that he's following her like if i was her but maybe in the other end she's like he's a go-getter charlie's not like this no 100 and you know what 
I'm surprised. I, I didn't expect it to go it the way it did. I, I guess they were running, you know, time and the time in the movie, but I, I didn't think he's going to show up there either. Like I thought yeah. he was going to be late or something like that. Like the fact that like, first of all, they bring in dinner to the library. I mean, come on I, again, this, this, this whole like scene is so stupid. Um, but yeah, I think she likes uh, Uncle Rico. I think uh, Louis, his name is Louis. Louis. All right. I, I think the fact that he's, listen, he's trying hard. Like Charlie's not trying. Uh, no, he's trying after he screws up. Right. Louis like 100%. Wait, but by then it's too late. He does say like creepy lines that again, maybe because she hasn't, she doesn't get flattered by Charlie in the way she wants. He says, oh, don't worry. You look good scared. <laughs> he said that. He 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 looks like he looks like a, a homeless psychopath. I mean, you he know, just, I loved I love John Grease, but I'm gonna say something sort of mean. He looks like he could be cousins with Clint uh, Clint Howard. <laughs> like he's Clint Howard. <laughs> Clint Howard's head is like if you like smush down John Grease's. Wait, is it is this insulting for for Louis or Clint Howard? <laughs> I don't know. Both of me, I love both of them, but I, I could see him also like and maybe partially related to Jim from Taxi. <laughs> <laughs> and his name's Louie. See, I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> so then Charlie shows up. Bosworth's like, "Hey, I'm gonna cl- I'm gonna seal the deal later." Bosworth, don't worry, I'm gonna. Eat. And then Charlie shows up. So then they suggest, you know, you need to let off some steam. Should go bowling. So go bowling, and dude, this scene is amazing. The music, and it was just so cool asking Brian about it because they. I was like, "You must have had such a blast," and he said they did. And years later, for his son's twelfth birthday party, he ran out the same bowling alley. That's awesome. That's awesome. I bet you that whole bowling scene was all ad libbed. Like I oh. think, like. They, they, they just said, listen, just to act like an idiot, you know, pick up the two balls and bang them together and slide down a thing. Like, just do whatever, you know, and I bet you they just, they just all just, you know, and they kept the, the best parts because they they look they look like they're having fun. Like they almost they look like like, I can't believe we're doing a scene like this for this movie. Let's just make the best of it and just act like idiots because that's what they that's what it looked like. And they did all their own stunts. And I asked Brian if he did that at right, a hold, birthday wait. party. This, Stunts? What, what stunts did they do? What, what are you talking about? John, John Green, did you ever step on the the wax on a bowling alley? He walked. He was walking all the way out. He fell on that, and they actually threw Russell with his roller skates down the lane. Well, first of all, no, I never stepped on it because you're not allowed to go over the line. Well, sounds like somebody's not a rule breaker. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a Charlie thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I know it's not like an intense stunt, but it's cool to see those people. Like, like you said, they were just like really messing around. So he like really screwed up and really fell. So do you think the, the rollerblading vampire choreographed that whole scene? <laughs> maybe. You know what? Maybe. <laughs> but but I asked Brian, did you, when you had your son's birthday party, did you do the slam of the two balls behind the back throwing? He said, no, he had to act like an adult, but he thought about it. <laughs> He thought about it. That's awesome. I I do love, and this is how you know he's not a vampire, even this part. You should know this by now. So so when he so when they kill the person, like, hey, and again, I guess this happens a lot at this bowling alley because the guy's like, no, 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 they were closed. And then that guy gets killed right away. But when Louie is finagling around the bar and he 
like I don't know where you hear the sound, and the bowling ball that comes comes up is the guy's head, and it looks just like the guy. And Bosworth's creeped out. A vampire wouldn't be creeped out by blood. He is. Maybe he's a vegetarian vampire, and that's why he eats bugs, and he doesn't want to be near meat. You know what? That is something. <laughs> I don't know. If you eat a bug, it's a meat. That's a. Eh, it's not the same. It's like it's like eating fish when you're vegetarian. <laughs> so a hypocrite. I, well, he's not a vegan. He's a vegetarian. So well, a fish isn't a vegetable. You're no, a vegetarian. No, no. A vegan only eats, doesn't eat milk, eggs, fish. Yeah. You know, right. A vegetarian can eat fish. No, you can't. You're a you vegetarian. A vegetarian, they don't count that. They count meat and poultry, but fish doesn't count. You know what? What if a fish is listening right now? Like, they don't matter to you? All right. If you're a vegan, a vegan, a, a, a vampire, or a vegan, a vegetarian. <laughs> vegetarian. <laughs> I I he I, I can't imagine his role then if he's hanging out with them. So I don't know what he is either. But it's like so I don't know. It's bizarre. It doesn't make sense. Uh, but again, they're all vampires except him. So that doesn't make sense. So they obviously all have a different quirk. You know, one looks like a werewolf, one rollerblades, and he eats bugs. I bet you again. I think it's a, he's a vegetarian vampire and he doesn't eat meat. And that's what I think. Whatever. There's a part that they like cut out like that kind of talked about like what his origin was. But anyway, I love when Louie was said, "Hey man, don't lose your head." Drinking <laughs> the, the blood, the thick blood, and then they just start grunting like, "Dude, he's getting ready to murder Louie. He's choking him, holding him up, and they like just forget to kill each other." Love that. No, that was funny. <laughs> I love that part. <laughs> so then we go. So then Peter, I love this. When Peter's at the bar by himself, because again, he's going crazy. A person that he went through a traumatic experience with says, hey, I don't believe you anymore. Then he said, hey, I believe you. Oh, no, my girlfriend's around. I don't believe you. Hey, I'm going to leave this note at your door. It's like this crazy, just everything. I think he he just feels depressed. And he's like, he's like, just, he feels like a loser. I mean, he's, I think Charlie made him feel like a loser. Yeah, and this is just before the part. He loses, yeah. he's fired. He shows yeah. up to work and he's like, hey, we got to go on air. And right. everybody was getting pissed. We didn't talk about it in the first scene of the movie when we see him. Uh, the producer is, is he doing, going off script again? Because he talks about like vampires. And I actually really saw vampires. So the guy like gets rid of him and then he notices a regime cardboard cutout. So then this is what forces him to go to the bar. But I... The thing is, but this is oh, this is also where he he gains his manhood because he gets he becomes the vampire hunter at this part. Well, in a few minutes, yeah. So in yeah, a yeah, few yeah. He does. <laughs> <laughs> but but he's sitting at the bar and some guy came, comes up and he's like, "I know you, don't I?" And he's like, "I'm a vampire killer." Not like, "Hey, I was that actor that was a vampire killer," but because the combination of that guy asking and Regine on the TV doing what I don't know, I'm guessing it's a, obviously a basic cable show. It is basically like the the dance she's doing. Again, uh. she's a performance <laughs> artist. That whole scene, splashing blood on her face. Like I don't know what we were really seeing, and what the people in the audience were seeing because I don't know if she was like just freaking out. I don't know. Yeah, I think I th- I thought. I mean, again, it's probably not, but I thought like she was trying to put like the viewers in a trance or something like that yeah. was her way of like you know again that's the purpose. Like you know, there's no purpose for her to be a performance artist and. Except for use it for some purpose, and I thought maybe whatever she was doing that 
that dance or whatever was putting the viewers in a trance like or yeah. something. Yeah, the reason I, I sort of agree with you, but then there's one part when she's splashing the blood on her face, they cut to people on the crew watching her, yeah. and they're just like looking, and then I'm like, there's no reaction for them. Like, it must be something. So I don't know if that was just something that Charlie was seeing and Peter Vincent, but yeah, no. So when Peter Vincent just keeps repeating, I'm a vampire killer, and the guy's like freaked out, and then he's like, I'm a vampire, and then he leaves, <laughs> and he shows up, and then I know where Charlie's watch, again, on his romantic date, he turns it on, and that's, what, yeah, that's what's confusing now, because don't you remember Alex was like, Oh, you can leave this on. It's frightening. And they're like, oh no, where's Peter? And then she's like, why'd you turn that off? Because he was getting See, into that I, trance. But she was like, I was getting into that, Charlie. I actually enjoyed that. Right. I think she was in a trance. Like what? Well, like uh. you know? Like again? So so she's watching it. Like because she wasn't into any of that. Although she just read the book, so maybe you know she has a different feel for vampires now. Yeah, she read it in two hours, and she knows she knows it all. <laughs> but I love when I don't know where they're watching. And Peter shows up with them. I love that. He tries to kill her. Like, yeah, but you're yeah. right. He did it. Do it. You know? Yeah. But I do like when he like mentions the TV. He's like satellite TV, <laughs> <laughs> which is not da- satellite. It's antenna. It's not, yeah. it's not satellite. Well, back then, geez. So here's like one like movie mistake. So here's a, a hole for you. So vampires, obviously no reflection cameras, Use mirrors. So obviously she shouldn't be able to be seen on TV. Now or maybe again. people that are already in a trance or something like No, yeah. just a movie mistake. Yeah. Okay, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I read that on a goof on IMDb. I'm like, you know what? That makes a lot that is funny. Sense. That does make a lot of sense. <laughs> so uh so Louis shows up and she like goes, Oh, because Charlie starts getting like faint. Because of, you know, the trance that regime, like the dance she's doing. She's like, don't worry, Charlie, I'll get you some water. Did you notice that? She dumped the flowers where the water was in. Yeah, guess, yeah. A cup's a cup, I guess. That was kind of gross. She was going to like fill it up. But Louie's waiting there. Dude, I'd be freaked out. She was like, kind of cool at first. At, the, at this point, listen, this is like the third time he showed up unannounced. Yeah. You know, so yeah. So no, 100%. And then she tries to pull away. He grabs her. And dude, when when uh, I don't know where Charlie runs over and he's like, "Hey, what's going on?" And he gives that like, he goes, "Come on, dude, it's party time." And his <laughs> teeth, like you see them changing yeah. each time they cut back, and they're finally sharp. And then he's like, "Fully the vampire." And I really expect this. I I don't know. I thought it was gonna be like a little bit longer of a fight scene, but I guess you couldn't. Well, because- it's Charlie. Yeah, no, I guess. Charlie, I mean, I, you know, we're not talking about Van Damme here. We're talking about Charlie. So how long can the fight scene be? Yeah. You know, <laughs> but yeah. And then Alex saves the day, shoves the roses right in his mouth. And he just so like stupid. flies out the window. I guarantee you, if you pull 15 people that you know and you ask him, you know, just, you know, the significance of roses to a vampire. Not one person's going to know. I did not know that one. So no, right. I'll give you that. I'm looking it up later. Put that in your Google list. I'm. uh, It is. (laughs) So then, so then, no cops are listening to Peter. They think he's crazy. They're like, you know what? This guy says he believes in vampires one more time. We're gonna send him to the mental hospital. So that's where he goes. And then at the same time, 
Charlie and, and Alex are getting ready to leave, and the cops show up, r- bring them in, and they kind of and they separated them in the prison, and they were actually in jail cells. They weren't like holding cells for what? I guess breaking a window. What window? Well, the window that Louis went through. I'm sure they can't say like you can't admit. You're going to go to a mental hospital. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if you'd go to jail for that. I mean, number one, first of all, where's the body? That's what I mean. Right. Okay. So there's got to be something there. Like there's got to be blood or something like, so you could say what, I mean, regardless of what you're saying, the fact that they were in jail, I I didn't understand why. Like I, I, that didn't make sense. You're on a, you're on a college campus. If I threw a rock at a window, they're going to call the president, the dean of students, and, the, you know, I might go on probation. I'm not going to go to jail. Boy, you're saying if you threw a rock through a window, they'd be like, all right, we're going to let you off in a warning. You know, listen, I'm in a fraternity, and you know how many times we've done things that got in trouble, like we should have gotten in trouble, and you get in trouble with the school. You know, I, I can't imagine, like, I don't know. I don't, I, I, to go to jail because you broke a window? I don't I don't, I don't buy that. Well, yes, you were put on the double secret probation. <laughs> <laughs> so, so then Charlie gets bailed out of prison. He gets bailed out by Reg- regime. And then Alex gets uh, bailed out by Charlie's shrink, which we find out that he uh, has a relationship with her. So maybe he's like a professor there too. Uh, because, but, 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 but Charlie just leaves her there. Like he, he didn't even he's question. In the trance. Uh, all right. You see the way he's walking in this whole scene. He like doesn't have any like reservations about anything. Even going to the limo when he gets out, he's doing like that slow walk that whole time. But again, it's Mr. Carosi. And I love when Peter shows up that one kid again, there's movies that we there's little lines actors and a lot of sequels that we cover and they, they have such a small role, but they're so great. Dude, the one guy at the mental hospital, oh. It's so crazy, but dude, he like stands out so much and you rarely see that with somebody that has like a few lines. I feel like he was trying to overdo crazy. Oh, he I was. Mean, I mean, the fact that his voice goes up when he talked about being crazy, uh, I just, uh, it's just so, I mean, it was so stupid. It was so silly. He's playing, he, he was playing rock, paper, scissors by himself. <laughs> well, it's crazy. <laughs> I love that Peter Vincent was a mini celebrity there. And I love that. Like you're the vampire slayer. It's like, yeah, vampires, you know, the real. And he's like, yeah, I know the real. These are the crazy ones. <laughs> I, love that. I love that. So then we find out, this is where we find out. So Alex is uh, in the car. She convinces, uh, I don't even know the doctor's last name. They mentioned her a bunch of times, Mr. Grossy. They get stuck on <laughs> like a phantom train that somehow stops. And then he turns, he's getting ready to bite her. And I was like, Holy crap. So how long do you think he was a vampire? Was he turned in order to be a plant or is he part of the gang? If he's part of the gang, he, he, he doesn't fit the mold. He's older. He's fat and slow. Like, I mean, like the mold because he's fat. Oh, he's fat and slow. I mean, wouldn't you, if you're going to get a, 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 wouldn't you want like the best, if you're going to a vampire gang. You want the best vampires. He doesn't fit the vampire. I can see him being like the vampire leader, you know, oh. because he's been around longer or something like that. Like, and, and that's why he doesn't fit the mold. Cause he's older. Like, you know, I, I'm assuming vampires want to get the younger blood. If he's just a member of the vampire gang, it's like, you know, he, 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 he didn't look at his resume all the way. <laughs> I guess. Yes. Or 
then he's like vulnerable and people would be like, damn, this guy, I'll get in the car with him right now. But nobody would have gotten that. She wouldn't have gotten in the car with Bosworth. No, I, I think that when he handed his resume in, you know, he, he, he didn't have the year of college graduation on there. And he just put down, I like the bowl, uh, <laughs> rollerblade. <laughs> well, that's why I think he was in the gang. Because he suggested bowling. <laughs> and they... But and, the, that's what I mean. So like that's so he they had no choice at this point. They already hired him without seeing him. They didn't have FaceTime back then. You know? <laughs> but no, that this scene is great because she, again, from her reading, which you know this one obviously a stake yep. to the heart, she pulls yep. out from the train, uh, from the train tracks. And then, dude, I love when he pops out at every turn. Like I said, I love that when she's yeah. like running and then he pops out smoking the cigarette, saying, like, hey, join us. And then he's right behind her. But when she like stabs him in the chest, and I love the fact that he's still talking doctor while he's about to die. And he kind of wants to die because he, well, he fell forward. He, he wanted, well, he he wanted to like, he's like, Oh, that's what it feels like. Or something like that. He said, yes. and then first he goes, ouch, that hurts. <laughs> and then he's like, Oh, that's what it, so I think he's like, again, he, he might be like a rookie vampire. You know, and because he's, he it seemed like, again, no vampires want to die, you know, and he was killing himself with that, you know. So, yeah, it just, it, he seemed strange, strange. Yeah, I just didn't. Yeah. <laughs> just the fact that he wanted to die was like talking about like a, he was talking about like a, in a doctor uh, point. But of he, view. it's like he wanted to feel what it feels like. You know, that's how he's acting. Yeah. 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 So then so we have Charlie or Regine are going back to her place. Why? Alex like fakes her way into get Peter Vincent out. But I do like the raspy nurse. And she's like nurse ratchet. Yeah. Yes. And she's like, who's the doctor? And he like looks and it's her. Yeah. And I'm smoking the bear. <laughs> and then she pulls out like a bunch of cards from her wall, a uh, uh, purse, you yes. know, and which the nurse doesn't look at one of them. Yeah. She didn't look at it there, but then when the crazy guy found the, ID right. in the hallway right and that's when she like kind of started uh then she was like oh she goes back but that crazy guy saves the day puts a bucket on her head he's a- <laughs> well would you know in cartoons once the bucket's on the head it's all over yeah you can't get it off oh. for some reason <laughs> it's like there's glue on it so then peter and alex they're 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 revving up which i i love this part so they go to the church they, they get the communion wafers the holy water and dude i love when they're in his apartment and i love all the movies that he mentions and everything he grabs did you write any down well i, I no i mean i i that's two of the regular ones but i wasn't it was probably writing down as he's getting other things but no i besides the the blanket he got from the church and the holy yes. water I, that's yeah so he's grabbing these props and he goes ah this is from Jaws, the vampire. That yeah, okay, I saw that. I was like, dude, that'd be better than Jaws four. And in my head, I'm like, dude, I can imagine that coming out now with these crazy sci-fi movies that are out. Like a vampire gets killed by a, a, a like a vampire killer, throws him into the ocean, and his teeth sink into a Jaws. It's like the Santa Jaws that just came out. Yeah, but isn't isn't a, isn't a shark already like a vampire because it feeds on blood? Like it loves blood. Like I feel like a zombie shark would be better than a vampire shark. But sharks don't dance like Virgin, so then that would they'd be able to add that to the repertoire. Well, I, I don't think sharks can dance at all because they don't have feet. Whoa, you ready for this? Do you remember Street Sharks, the cartoon in the nineties? Yeah. So maybe they are vampires because they have rollerblades. <laughs> Holy crap! <laughs> but 
So then they have all their supplies. They're scaling the building, sneaking in. They find Charlie. And Richie's alive. Richie's in the room with him after they announced he's 22 years old on the news that he died. That's when Charlie, after he leaves his meeting with the shrink earlier in the movie, uh, like 20, 30 minutes back. And that's when he's like, oh, my God, I got to leave. But I'm like, dude, this guy's alive. And then this where what you hate when he like says like just a little makeup, you know, cover it oh. up. Oh, but yeah, but why? Why would you think he's not alive? He was left at the party, right? It's the last time we saw him. No, but on the news, on the news, cast, oh, right. okay, they actually found right. uh, he was buried in a grave, and he and he said, "Hey, Charlie, I stuck out of the morgue for this." He said that to him. Okay, you're right. You're right. Right. <laughs> Which is like, yeah, but I do love Rasheen. Does care about him, even though she's planning to make him, you know, the less of his life terrible. She gives him those old timey uh, matching pajama top and bottom pajamas, <laughs> which is nice. Yeah, very, real nice. <laughs> but then Richie comes back in. He has nice tea for him. A nice, like, really, like, nice tea set. And then he catches uh, Alex and Peter. And wow, that thing that he has. I guess that was a holy gun, a holy water sprayer for one of his movies he was in. Dude, that hits his face and it just changes. It looked, it looked like you, like the, a true green would use on the lawn, like it the was, weed killer. No, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I love that. And then just the way his face changes the effect. I love when they do that in these movies because it's like the stop motion ish. And again, it's not like special effects on computers and CGI. They just, each time they cut back to it, it's just like worse and worse. worse. It's like, collapses on the ground i think it's even cooler now that the especially what you mentioned about the actor that played richie they had aids and they still had yeah. some yeah, of these, yeah. like cl- sort of close intimate scenes you know back then they yeah. didn't know you know what was going on and a lot of people were so taboo about it so so here's one thing so again we're talking about like what percentage he's in uh what percentage uh vampire is right now so when they wrap him in the blanket because he's getting ready to he he's about to bite peter which i never heard that either i i mean i don't know what kind of blanket that is i mean i guess it's on the altar of the church but i mean i've never heard that in a, a vampire about a vampire well, also it's blessed so like holy water so i get yeah all right well so you're saying garlic is blessed by an italian vampire <laughs> but uh by an italian priest but no i guess look that one up too there's probably a huge list of, there's probably funny <laughs> ones i should have wrote, wrote them all down but uh, so then, so Peter somehow when they're getting ready to leave, cause they were going to sneak out that same window to avoid, you know, seeing anyone, which would make no sense. Cause then they would be hunted forever and ever. So right. like, why not? But when he goes, he gets like onto the ledge and it closes and Louie's like waiting for him, scaling on the building, like Spider-Man dude, his, for a guy to go out like that again, and he's nice. older and he's, you see the, and they, 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 they pointed out his shoes that he he has like heels on his shoes, like dress shoes, the worst shoes possible to be scaling, uh, you know, but like, come on. I mean, you know, I can see her doing it. I'm not sure about him. That's the best way they can get in there. I guess so. I guess they couldn't knock. I don't know. But when, uh, when he's there and he's, it looks like he's about to like kill. Yeah. You know, Peter Vince is hanging by the ledge and Louie's doing one little, this little piggy went to the market and then <laughs> boom, he grabs uh, almost like a spear gun, shoots Louie right through the heart. He falls into the water. And again, how badass he is. He's about to die. And his last line of the movie is bullseye, dude. <laughs> Classic. 
Well, you know, if he's trying to kill him, why didn't he just turn into a vampire? Wouldn't he have a better chance to, uh, than being than being in human form? Who turned into a vampire? Charlie? Louis. Louis. He wasn't a full vampire at the time, right? Louis? Yeah. Louis's a full vampire. No, but he didn't turn into one. He was. No, like a bat. Like, I mean, like a, a, the vampire oh, bat. Oh, you mean why didn't he turn into yeah. a vampire? Uh, oh, a yeah. bat? Yeah. Uh, like, vampire, like, like, they, like they, I feel like these, these, these vampires don't turn into a... To me, the bat would be the hardest thing to kill. Well, I guess because he wasn't expecting them to have that spear and he wanted to kill Peter. So he was already in that form, but no, we don't, we don't see the bat used as much. And I guess. Cause I mean, I it's, it's probably hard to stab a bat in the heart, but it would, you know, uh, it, even spraying like, you know, holy water would be hard to get a catch a bat. Bats move pretty fast. I'm, I'm surprised they don't use the bat more often. That's all I'm saying. They should start teaching a, a VU vampire universe. <laughs> Should be the first lesson. That would be the first turn into a bat <laughs> for God's sakes. Just do it. <laughs> so then we get the showdown with uh, Bosworth and bell and dude, I love again, just showing obviously how big, you know, it's scary. Yeah. Brian, uh, Brian Thompson is, is when Peter Vincent has like the little gun with the little stakes, which I do love that he sharpened them with a pencil sharpener earlier, but he's <laughs> shooting them. He's catching each one and just breaking them like twigs. I, again, this whole scene, you know, what is death? I mean, obviously he's not human, but they really don't explain, you know, what he is if he's not a vampire. No, I know. No, no, that's it was, that's. it was very weird. I mean, the special effects are pretty cool with all the maggots and everything oh. else. But, uh, and again, you know, the, the, the battle and the, I guess the nails cut him and that kills him. Like, I don't understand that. Well, his body is just made of bugs. <laughs> so you're saying he's very soft in the middle? But when he told me about that scene, uh, which if you haven't checked it out, you have to, you know, guys go back and listen to that interview with Brian. But he talked also about like the bug wrangler. And he said when he showed up to set one early, um, uh, early one morning, the guy was sleeping in his car in a Volkswagen bug with all the bugs in cages and everything. Wait, he was he was in a bug. The guy that was the bug wrangler. That's awesome. Drove a, yeah. <laughs> Brian asked me, put it to me. He's like, what kind of car do you think you drove? And I'm like, I feel like that's too on the nose. So I was like, Dodge Dart? <laughs> it's like, no, a bug. But yeah. I wonder if he really did eat the bugs if the bug wrangler got pissed. Ooh. Maybe they made him like go for a walk for a second. Oh, don't worry. You'll be, it'll be fine. <laughs> Crunch. I do love the scene when uh, Regine walks in when they're all like fighting and they're, they're caught. You know, uh, Alex is like on her on the ground on her knees, and Bosworth like has her head up, and they're getting set up for Charlie to feed on. And yeah. and he's braiding her hair. He puts it in a ponytail. Well, he wants to get the neck wide open neck. You don't want Charlie getting hair in his mouth. I, I so hold the hair back. I mean, uh, you know, he's in a, he's in a, he was taking his time, making, you know, putting her hair in a ponytail. Looks really look good. You know, it's a big moment for her. So maybe he's the vampire hairstylist also. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Bug eater. <laughs> <laughs> so then when Regine comes in and, and her very, just her voice in this movie, so sultry, but she is welcome to Fright Night. 
and puts her hands up and all the candles light up in the room. And man, I, I, God, I just love this whole part. And the fact that, so Charlie, you see it in his eyes. He has the yellow around his eyes. Like he's getting ready to feed and he grabs Belle's hands and pulls them back th- into, uh, into Bosworth's stomach and like slashes. Oh, it just didn't make sense. I, I, I know. I just, that part, I just didn't understand how that would kill this big guy, you know, unless were his fingernails wooden. Whose fingernails were wooden? The, the nails? That, yeah, that went into oh, like uh, razor sharp. Okay, but they could have been wooden razor sharp. What does wood have to do with it? If he's a vampire. He's not a vampire. He's <laughs> a bug. We're going to agree to disagree. I think he's a vegetarian bear, uh, vampire, <laughs> and he had wooden nails that went inside him, and that's what killed him. Well, it doesn't have to be a wood steak. You can use any type of steak to kill a vampire. No. It's not just a wood steak. Yes, it is. Oh, so, I, Add that to your vampire Google. I, so you can tell me any steak. Any steak, except like a, like a T-bone. I was going to say, porthouse won't count. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> but yeah, the whole maggot effect—the way it comes out—that that was pretty you cool. See his body to show that his body was full of bugs because he just like disintegrates. Like, looks so it cool. Weird. It was like Arnold esque from like Total Recall. Oh like, yeah, oh yeah. It looked great. It was very cool. They do those. So then Bell roller skates at them, <laughs> and they wrap again. This is the one because again, Charlie, I guess because he's not fully a vampire, because maybe he didn't do his own feeding yet. Maybe that has to happen. But when they just wrap wrap in the blanket, and I forgot about that part, even though I've watched this movie like three times over the last few months, is just how cool the body like decomposing in that blanket. It's so cool. They like packed in amazing amounts of special effects within like 15 minutes of the movie. This must have took the most filming out of anything. Oh, easily. And it's probably where most of the budget came from. I mean, this whole oh, yeah. this whole end scene. So. But just the melting away. Ah, it just looks so cool. I love that. <laughs> so then now they're hunting down Regine. Regine's all by herself running. She goes in the elevator because she needs to get to her coffin to be protected. Dude, again. Uh, trying love- to escape the elevator was pretty cool. I mean, banging. Oh. That, that, was, that was a pretty good scene. But just the fact that when you saw her first start, you saw her normal hands. Right. And then each right. cutaway back, yeah. you saw it like turning into this creature. And again, Peter, badass, old guy. Again, he's an actor. He has one experience with vampires. And he's like, don't worry, I got it. You guys go down there. So they go down, they fill the coffin with the communion wafers. And Peter Vincent climbs down with his shoes with the heels. And he goes on top and he like has this, he has the crucifix. He places it down, which is like, come on. Well, first and I thought he was, I thought he was a goner. I thought with, uh, without a doubt, he's not made. He's lucky he made it this far in this movie based on every scene that he was in. Like, yeah. you know, I thought he was a goner. I mean, uh, but that was, I mean, again, I mean, it was pretty ballsy for him to do that. So I think he made a complete turnaround, not knowing the first movie. I'm assuming he was still kind of wimpy and, and like he was kind so of wimpy. Until the end, yeah. He had like right. that moment that he changed. Yeah. Well, that I thought he was in, like, I, I thought he was going to go out a hero in this part. Like, you know, like he sacrificed himself to help them or something like that. And yeah. 
I, I, I just I think it's so great when he opens it up and he just the what the way Regine looks when she goes full vampire. Yeah. She's like the head vampire, yep. kind of like her brother was uh, Jerry in the first one. He looked like this creature that was like, holy crap. Although and, I did think he was running away after he saw her. That's when he starts climbing away. So I thought he was like, all right, he's he's out of here. <laughs> well, first he uses the crucifix. Yes. It's and the way the the falls through, and then maybe she she didn't sleep through the orientation at Vampire University. Is when she came through, she started flying around like a bat and knocks out Alex. So Alex with what, what, yeah, I, that was a little ridiculous. First of all, he 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 wanted to go by himself. And she's like, let me go with you. What was she going to do? I mean, we're, we're talking about dealing with the head vampire. He's at least, you know, 25% vampire. What is she going to do? And within seconds, she gets knocked out by a flyby. <laughs> she read the book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when she's knocked out, I'm like, oh, my God. And then, yeah. again, it's just normal regime comes out from the side and just, like, trying to seduce him. He's kind of like, again, he's still in a trance. He's still She still has a power over him. And again, I would have went, I would have went with her a million times, even <laughs> though I know what was going to happen. But yeah, so they're just sitting there. And I love when she, like you just said, she's like calling, look at your friend. He doesn't, he doesn't yeah. care about you anymore. He's leaving. And you do think that for like yeah. one second, but when, when he gets to the top, you, you see the sunlight. So, so his, his weapon that he used twice in this movie, and I'm assuming in the first movie you said is a, a smaller compact mirror. Well, he doesn't use a mirror at the end. He uses a glass. But I mean, but the same concept of, and and that's a high place, a pretty high place to bring that that light all the way down the elevator shaft in the right exact spot. I mean, a little silly. And all right, so what? Does sunlight have to hit your face? Or because Charlie's arm didn't get like any marks on it. I think his arm was 25%. (laughs) Maybe. so he might have like lost a nail or something. <laughs> he might have, maybe some like hairs got singed off a little bit. But no, that really didn't it didn't it didn't infect him at all. No, I know. I wish something affected him. I guess the only thing really did the blanket did sort of affect him earlier. Like, so maybe he wasn't full. Maybe he wasn't a vampire anymore. Yeah, maybe he was like I don't know. Because I I, th- I thought at least like scar him or something. You know something like you know. Yeah, just I want some wounds. But one line that she had when she was back to normal, she's like, come on, Charlie, that was a naughty thing to do. Because, yeah, I think because he was getting ready to, oh, I guess to maybe kill all the friends. I don't think she knows. She doesn't know what happened. Oh, no, she saw the communion wafers. Yeah, that's why she said it. Right, right. She, she right. That, yeah, she tried to kill a, you. You were naughty boy or something like that? Or yeah, like, she said yeah, that yeah. was a naughty thing to do. Yeah. So then, man, this part's so great. When Char- Charlie like reaches out to hold her hand when Peter like shines the light down and he like pulls her into it. And dude, this whole end scene looks so freaky. Okay. So this goes to my thing about turning into a bat. Yeah. Now, how easy would have her to get, a, get away? Obviously there's sunlight coming down. Charlie's holding a hand, turn to a bat. You lose the grip on the hand and she flies away. But what if uh, then that her hand equals like an injured wing and she wouldn't be able to fly away. <laughs> One wing's not going to do much. <laughs> but so I get so a rule of vampires: if you kill the head vampire, you're no longer vamp- turned into a vampire. Yeah. Okay. You know that one. 
So, so anyone who's a vampire turns back to human. Yeah, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, the movie happens in it. I don't, I don't remember that movie, but okay. Oh. That one's more believable than the roses and uh, all the other stuff. <laughs> the mighty end, no. <laughs> <laughs> so then I love this whole effect because the just her like, like yeah. a burning, and yeah. then when she like bursts into flames and then walks over the coffin, like again, she knows that that's there, but it's just like she can't think; she's on fire. But when she is like that full like skeleton at that point and hops in and all you see is the casket like burst into flames and go up and i just love like the first thing you see before the very end of the movie is that full arm bony come out all and just shatter well that that's what i mean though so like in the first movie there was there was no evidence of you know what i'm saying like it leave they they leave bones of bones behind yeah no, so, there, uh, obviously it's evidence. I just don't know what happened in the first one. Like, did somebody come in to clean the house, or did maybe, uh, like, do Charlie... you think the maid came? Wait, the maid came and just sweeped everything up and just <laughs> called one of your maids, and they came and cleaned it up. <laughs> no, that's that makes sense. Like, I don't know what could have happened, but I think maybe, like, again, you don't want to tell people because nobody believes vampires are real. Like, you know, which they are, but all right, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but I do like the end of the movie because it sort of sets up a new one. And I'm going to talk about something that I don't know if it's really going to happen uh, when we're done. But so Charlie and Alex are talking about the rest of their life together. And he's like, I don't know, maybe some kids, maybe start off with an apartment. Cause she's like, are these vampires ever going right. to, they're going to be still more vampires. But I love, she's like, we're well, going to have to practice. And he's like, what is it? What did she say? Practice owning a house. She's like, no practice making babies. So he finally got laid, I think. I don't think he ever got laid. Oh, in the first movie, I think he gets laid at the end. I would think, which would have been cooler, like the typical, like he turns his head and you still see a little red in his eyes. I would love that. You know, like th- then it goes away. Like, and then like, and then you then you question, is he still the vampire? Is he not? Like that would have been a cool way to end it, I think. Um, but yeah. So and, and you think about it, this movie came out so long ago that not too many movies, I mean, movies today have done that. But like, I mean, like, didn't Team Wolf do that? Or like, his eyes glowed at the end of the movie. Oh, well, in the game, when he was hitting the free throws at the very end. But I mean, but just in general, I think that would have been a cool way to end it. Oh no, I would have loved that. So, so that was Fright Night Part Two, and so Tom Holland, who directed the first one, he is right now. It's been like four years. He's kind of like dragging his feet. He wanted to write a book. uh, I forget the name of it not reckoning but it's like fright night three essentially he wants to bring them back but he wants to ignore it's kind of weird he wants to bring uh uh tracy lynn back and oh, really uh, okay yeah so he wants to bring them back as a couple but kind of ignore the rest of them i don't know why it really even matters but them now and another family like moves in it's vampires next door which again it would be so cool to have these people back no that would that definitely a movie well, did I know they did a remake a couple of years ago? Yeah, they did with Colin Farrell. Was it a was it a remake of the movie? Like it was like very remake different. Remake of the original. Original. Okay. And then they, they made a sequel they, to the. Yes, remake. they did a sequel that's basically a remake of the original, and but instead of Jerry, yeah, I know it makes no sense. Instead of it being Jerry Dandridge, it's Jerry G E R I, and it's a woman. Wait, wait. wait. So they made a see they made a, a they made a remake of the first one, 
And then the sequel to the remake of the first one is a remake of the first one. Yes. And her name is Jerry Dandridge. It's the same name. <laughs> the same like director? Like, like I no. don't know. I, I, I think it's in another country. And, like That's bizarre. Yeah. That's weird. But yeah, so that was Fright Night 2. Jamie, we talked about it. We broke it down. Would you uh, Would you recommend someone to watch it? I would say if you're into an 80s vampire type movie, watch One's Bitten Instead. Oh, I, I, I don't... I, I just think that... You know, again, I think there's a lot of silliness and holes to this movie. Maybe back then, you know, if you're watching this in the 80s, it would be good. Uh, I think if you're watching this now, there's like there's better 80s, like, horror slash vampire, silly kind of movies, whatever. Like I said, Once Bitten would be a better movie to me than this one. Now, you watch both? Well, now, with that being said, if you've seen the first one and never saw the second one and you didn't know they had then I would say absolutely watch it. But if you've never seen any of them and you want, I wouldn't watch it. Well, I got to say, you got to watch this. I I love this. I love this movie. (laughs) I love the first one. I love the second one. Because I, I, again, we talked about it, like Julie Carmen for being in a movie that I mentioned about the issues, like of it getting released and barely making it to VHS and DVD and Blu-ray and like all these movies that issues that movies shouldn't have, but it's distributor. Like, I don't know. I guess everything that happened with Menendez for her to get nominated for a movie that didn't have a lot of eyes on it. it And just to be in that category of those actresses is amazing. So yeah, I mean, hundred percent, you know, that is an amazing thing. I mean, uh, um, I would love to uh, just, you know, if you, we had had a chance to interview her, I mean, I would love to hear like, you know, what was going through her mind like with that, because that's got, that's, that's incredible. I mean, it's really, I mean, again, like you said, a very, a small movie that most people haven't seen, Yet you're nominated. That's crazy. And again, Chris Sarandon, which I do recommend. You should watch the first one. It's like, it's amazing. Is it as good as this one? Is it as good as this one? Because I mean, uh, you know. So me personally, I like this one better because I like the element of the other people. Uh, And again, I love sequels. The original, uh, what Chris Sarandon does in that role, it's, it's awesome. And for her to come in and play her brother. Yeah. She just absolutely crushed me. Yeah, I would say to check it out. So yeah, so uh, so next is a little toss about what we're going to be covering because we we have a very very special guest to come in and review. I'm not going to mention who, uh, but she's big in the horror community and uh, horror shows. So that'll be cool if that happens. So our next movie could be Sorority House Massacre Two, which is directed by Jim Wynorski. And the star of the movie, the main killer in the movie, God, it's so, the stories about that movie are cool. How quick they filmed that is Peter Spellos. So it's either going to be that movie or Munchie Strikes Back, which oh. you guys are new to us. Man, you got to listen to Munchie, one of the most insane movies ever. They actually made a sequel to that movie. So it's the third installment in the Munchie franchise. That movie directed by Jim Minorsky and... Peter Spellos is in that as well. So you're getting a Jim Wynorski, Peter Spellos movie, no matter which one we cover. So just follow us on all social media at sequels only and on Facebook everywhere. And you can see, uh, we'll put out there exactly what movie and you'll see the interview that'll be out. So it could be Jim could be Peter, but no matter what we're covering one of them, Jamie, are you happy that we're doing another munchie? Oh, I can't wait. And you know, you said it could be, this could be that. I'll tell you right now, though, you're going to get us regardless. 
Yes, you are. So don't forget to review, rate, share our podcast. Follow us on all social media at Sequels Only. And don't forget to check out our website, sequelsonly.com. Good night. Good night. (laughs) Ha, ha, ha.